and welcome to episode 449 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where a small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And, God, he's so eager this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's full of energy. We're in trouble. Yeah, I was a bit sort of flagging last week, and I'm coming back now. Uh, A vengeance. One man (laughs) that never drops his energy. He's like the Duracell bunny. Um, It's Tony Esmond. I can hang a towel on it, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You dirty (laughs) bastard. With that laugh. (laughs) Uh, I wish I'd say I didn't pitch that, but I did. Welcome. <laughs> Hang on, mate. My wife's in here. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. As you can tell, it's just the three of us in the bunker this week. And, yeah, uh, we've, 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 we've got a lot of comic stuff to talk about, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Um, thank, oh, you to, thank you to everyone who's been listening to the, um, our recent <laughs> Sort of oh man, episodes. how cool was Bob last week? Yeah, we came great. away from it's that really with big nice grins book. on our faces, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you, have you seen how the book's doing? Fucking yeah. yeah, smashed it. Yeah, absolutely smashed, smashed it. it. Can yeah. we take credit for that? Yes, that's like take partial credit. Brilliant. Totally yeah. dance. <laughs> cool. That's uh, partially responsible for that. Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah. I'm gonna say totally. Totally yeah. sponsor, okay. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's world famous underground artist. It's down so, to us. Yeah, yeah it's it's to us, um, yeah. the ACP said this uh, is good. I, I mean, I think we're, I think we can all say that after all these years doing it, we are egomaniacs, aren't we? Yes, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, it's the only reason we're here. I think we started off bad, like toxically bad, and then we did the show, and it's just oh, yeah, yeah, worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm as toxic as the Avenger man. I'm <laughs> I got a mop. <laughs> That's for something else. Yeah, <laughs> to soak up all of those comics, yes, yes, and uh, we. Have I'll give few... you that one. Thanks. It was. It, it was. It was. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Well <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks. That, yeah. that, that's what I'm here for. For you yeah. to pity me. <laughs> uh, early in the week, I was crowing about having some good news, wasn't I? Oh yeah. And should we spin that round? We got a few now? people messaging me going, "What's that going on about? Tell me, tell me. I got that." I well, mean, you can, if I ever do some like mysterious tweet, you can always ask me. Yeah, yeah just message I'll, me, yeah. and I'll tell I'll, you. Yeah. I won't. I won't tell you, but you can always. Ask me. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we do have some exciting news um, because yep. this week is the first episode. Whenever you're hearing this, this episode 449 is the first episode where with our new sponsor. Very exciting. Yes. yes. We are we are now sponsored by Global Comics. Yes, you've you've heard us talking about them recently and and checking out the service. In fact, we had an episode talking to them directly. Yeah, um, Chris, didn't we? The one of the founders, creators. Yeah, yeah. He's more yep. on the tech side of it. Yep. Um, and it really is um the place to go for digital comics. And mm. uh, you know, the more we found out about it, the we more have we been loving to... it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Fuck yeah. me. Uh, yeah. I can't sing his praises enough at the moment. I'm loving yeah. it. It's great. I love the fact this is our advert for my first ever advert. It, it just goes with us fucking rabbiting on, and Dan's line is "fuck me." <laughs> and the Americans are going to go. Yeah. The Americans are going to go. Sorry, I didn't, we didn't. We didn't yeah, agree to great. bits. We didn't agree uh, to people fucking you, Dan. Uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> spinning through the titles, I was like, add to reading list. Yeah. Add to reading yeah. list. That's on there. Add to reading list. Oh, then that. Add to reading list. Yeah. Now, uh... yeah, obviously, um, there are those of us like me who doesn't have access to a local comic book store, unfortunately, or you know, you could be in the middle of the night, you could be traveling, you could be anywhere. Mm. Um, so, digital comics, 
Um, we'll never take over from normal comics because we'll we come around. We Do you all... remember when we started oh, this? I yeah, was like, totally. I oh, yeah, you were a miserable, comic. Yeah, yeah, you're a miserable <laughs> bastard. Um, uh, but digital comics are pretty much uh, a lot of what, what I read on a weekly basis. I end up, mm. buying, now, man. I, I, I end yeah. up buying, yeah. the, buying the trades for shelves and stuff. So, you yeah. Know, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, or go back to reread them and stuff. So, you know, as long as the comics are good, that's, that's what we care about. And Global Comics is just brilliant like there's a huge library of titles available on the app it's like and seriously you need to sort of it's easy to use we've been playing around with it we were talking about before we started recording this literally episode, half an hour we're going oh it. if you do this you can do that and oh if you can do that I'll, you know it's you're not just um discovering lots of comics you're also discovering like fun ways to read these comics as well there's a huge library of titles on there and there's like thousands of indie creators um, and hundreds of publishers like Image, Boom, Tokyo Pop, TKO Studios, Sourcepoint Press, Humanoids, just to name a few. Millsverse. Yeah, the catalogue is growing all the time. Um, and, and chaps, I know you wanted to just pick out a couple of things from Global yeah, Comics. Should I, should I do out. mine? Yeah. Yeah. So the, one I, the one I picked out, so this is um, got recommended to me by Rob Hardingham, Hardingham, our buddy. He said, why don't you read Postal? So I picked that out. It's, but it's like Postal is 684 pages. They put the whole of it on there. And that and the spin-off series they had as well. Hmm. So I read that. It's by Brian Hill, Matt, Haw- Matt Hawkins, and Isaac Goodhart on, on art. The townsfolk of Eden wake up to the first murder there in 25 years. This isn't a normal town. It's a town for wrongdoers and criminals. Um, and this particular crime won't go unpunished. And it is brilliant. Like... The sto- it's it's really I can't really give it away because there's so much going on in it. But there's the it's called postal because the the, the central character is the postman in the town, mm. and he's such a strange fish. But you wait after about two hundred pages, you'll go. I fucking love this geezer. There was that is- phenomenon, wasn't it? Like going postal of like the postal workers turning up at work with a gun in America. Oh right, mm. yeah, that's uh, what yeah, yeah that's okay. where it came from. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, so it's really good. So look out if you're going to get it, give it a chance because I, I I flagged a little bit issue three and four, and I was chatting to Rob and I said, "What do you think?" And he says, "No, no, keep with it, keep with it, keep with it." And it does. It just fucking mm. it goes out, it goes up in the sky. It's so good. Yeah. Mm. But there's a lot. I mean, there's loads of that. What about you, Dan? Well, they've got a, a special run in a Black History Month collection. Oh, of so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got so many good comments there. Strange Fruit, uh, Freedom Bound, The Banks. Uh, TKO Monarch, yes, TKO. I've put that on my, my wish list. Mm-hmm. Got Bloodstained Teeth, Thorn. God, there's absolutely loads. Rings and Rings. Yes, Bit of Root. We were just talking about Ignited. I don't think we're big fans of that. But <laughs> yeah, we'll that's pass on the that one by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, all that and more. Yeah. And you can Brilliant. go and find uh, Dotty Goes to Hell from uh, our last week's guest as well. On there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just going to put Pat Mills comic on there now, the uh, vampire one. Yeah. Oh, that's on there. Yeah, mind yeah. you, that was a massive there hit. There is Glenn, loads man. on there, and with, with the app, not only can you read all of um, these great comics that we're talking about and more, you can follow creators, set reading status filters, and release notifications for books you're looking forward to in the future. Um, but as as we all know, a lot of you lovely people listening are creators yourself, and this is a great service for you, yeah. I think, um, because you can publish your digital comics uh, for free, and they offer loads of great tools for indie creators to help with publishing marketing and more uh, even on the the home page of the website there's built to be fair and open as it says uh, publishing on global comics is free and open to anyone 65 to 70 percent of subscription revenue goes to the content owners 
That's so they, good, man. So they want That's to be great. sort of pretty forward facing with the people that are going to be putting their stuff on there. Um, yeah, a couple of my buddies are on there, and they, I've, I have, they haven't said a bad thing about it. To be yeah. fair, I mean, yeah. We'd, yeah, we'd say if they did. You know what we're like. Yeah. We're fairly mm. honest and self-destructive, yeah. but yeah, they haven't said a bad thing to yeah. me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and there's loads of great stuff. If, if you're an avid comics reader, creator, or maybe, maybe someone you're just someone new to the hobby, or you're listening to the show and you don't actually read comics, we do have some people that listen to the show that don't actually read comics. So hopefully, yeah. Shame um, this, on you. this is a great sort of thing <laughs> to check out, actually. And you just want to check out some great stories, then Global Comics is definitely a place to go. We are hugely excited about. Um, about this partnership over the next year so for more information check out globalcomics.com that's uh global comics with an x.com download the app uh, it's available on the apple app store or google play and you can start reading and publishing digital comics like never before so it's yeah. gonna be really cool i've certainly um i spent a lot of this weekend reading just really i mean we were talking about this i think we have burnt through a year's worth of subscription <laughs> Yes. Today. Oh, on a weekend. Today, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're literally. Yeah. Yeah. You do I mean, get your money's worth. And yeah. that's that's a big thing for me these days. Exactly. And especially for our listeners, is getting your money's worth from and comics. Because it ain't an easy thing these days. Comics, no. very much like any kind of media, um, is the subscription model seems to be the way to go. And this is a this is a these guys are know how they've spent a lot of time. They're open to feedback about the app and so you know yeah, they, they they like feedback to it yeah 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 and we're, we're on the beta version as well so we're seeing the updates there was what ten updates last week yeah yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 um yeah it's great so you know once you um if you sign up to it, give it a go I don't think you gotta go back if you if you love reading comics like like I know we all do um you're just gonna end up just trying loads of great stuff which means that more something that's close to our hearts, more indie creators that you've never heard of before might become some of your great... Mm. Like your I got in a conversation on there this week. I left. I always like to leave a, like, a thumbs up or a comment on a comic that I've really mm. liked or, you know, sort of thing. And there was, especially on the indie page, and um, I, let, I put in a thing about the, the sort of sequential flow and this sort of fight comic that had been yeah. put up, and the dude replied, and I replied back to him, oh, and he got into a bit of a conversation. Yeah, I said, like, what, you know, just out of interest, why don't you consider colouring it? And he said, oh, no, no, I'll think yeah. about that. And it, it's good like that. It's actually quite interactive like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i using it on my iPad. This is obviously a bit of a longer um, ad read than we normally do, but we thought we'd announce yeah. it with a bit of a bang, go into it a little bit more. Um, certainly, I'm reading it on my iPad. Yeah, that's what um, I'm doing. But they've also, yeah. they've also set it up for the phone, you know. They know exactly what they're sort of doing with it. Oh, have they? Uh, I think it depends how it's set up. You can do the old uh, guided view. Guided on, view, yeah. Yeah. It's not set up in all of them because I think it's like a user thing you have to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so a lot of the indie stuff won't have it, I guess. Yeah. But certainly I... on, the, on the homepage, like at the top, you can see like there's from the free comics, like if you just want to go out and check out the free comics, the, from there's publishers, web comics, manga, indie, and then your own personalized library, which I've only mm. just started adding to, but you can just add right. to really quickly. Um, and I like. <laughs> I like looking at these sort of like different subjects they've got because they've got the tradition. We're so used to that sort of um, that thumbnail browsing, though, aren't we? You know, scroll yeah. to the left, you know, as we do with all streaming services. You know, we're so used to just scrolling. Let, let's see what, what's next along. Um, and they do it in that sort of format, but there's also there's best of certain publishers. You can just the recommended follow, reads around certain genres as well. Yeah. They tell yeah. you what was popular in last week or certain titles. And that's really? always, even if I'm not reading it, I don't know about you guys, but 
that sometimes fascinates me. It's like, oh. Yeah, I find a lot of the titles yeah. surprising sometimes. Yeah. 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 It I shows mean, that we're old bastards intri- and we don't understand young, yeah. young people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put in uh, your interest, can't you? Like what you like. And, it and you. Oh, I see what you, you mean. You get a percentage oh, okay. match to say. <laughs> yeah, like, I put in like Parisian bondage, but I didn't get anything. No. I said that to a stripper once. I said, what do you do? And she went, like Parisian bondage. And I went, no, 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 for a job. And she went, I'm a nurse. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to let you know, Parisian bondage. Parisian bondage. Yeah, I, I, I just want that's to let you know, one. guys, if you're listening, that sort of nonsense isn't going to be in every week's ad. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Like uh, brutal, brutal Parisian. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It's sort of like Parisian bondage. They sort of push yeah. in front of you in the queue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh god! <laughs> but but back back on track. Thank you to our new sponsor, um, and certainly. We hope that you'll check it out because, yeah, we've yeah, got man. A, couple of, a couple of books later that we'll be recommending that um, we discovered on on the app, and uh, yeah, yeah, so, good stuff. Sometimes it's stuff yeah. that goes God, completely under this the... weekend, man. Yeah, yeah. like the first time ever for fucking months, Vince replied to a a, a WhatsApp message at like seven in the morning, and he went, "Fuck me, I'm reading this now." normally he's betty buys at that time yeah yeah Yeah. on a saturday morning yeah Yeah. Yeah. the easy early buds yeah (laughs) i don't wake up till noon um (laughs) but yeah no but no but it's fun though and also there's that joy of i mean it's finding the diamonds in the rough as well isn't it yeah that just that always just just that sort of it's treasure hunting in some ways there's a bit Um, of that on the indie page i think it's fair to say yeah i really like it i like that because we I need think, more any more avenues to get in more indie books yeah, in yeah. front of us, in front of our yeah. eyes. I'm all about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah. 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 So um and also with that in mind, the importance of a cover thumbnail is uh, quite prevalent, but we'll get into that topic a little bit more later on as well. Because yeah, because yeah, some of these books on the indie page don't have covers, which I found interesting. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. And uh mind you, some major publishers have uh covers that shouldn't be covers but we'll oh, talk some, about that yeah a little bit later because each one of us has a little bit of a topic this week before we yeah. um get stuck in um who would like to go first i believe daniel my one yeah my one's uh bringing the may- uh, the controversy maybe a little little yeah. con- controversial so before and, we uh, before we start obviously um We'll play a bit of Devil's Advocate. We're going to play yeah, Devil's this is Advocate. totally Devil's Advocate. Yeah, yeah. And, we're, and we're totally just discussing it, and we want, want to know, obviously, what you people think. So keep in touch, whether it be on the Slack, on their email, or on social media and stuff. Let us know what, you know, keep the conversation going about comics, because um, a good, honest discourse is how um, things get hmm. done. That's how it should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dan. Okay. Let Let's put the cat amongst the pigeons, shall we? Go yeah. For it. So, my my sort of question topic to kind of muse over uh, is: Do artists' opinions on AI art matter? So, in our community, <laughs> it was almost like and... I just wanted to let it go quiet for a moment <laughs> yeah. there because I can yeah. feel all the listeners going. What? Well, this <laughs> this one's over to you two guys because you're. Uh, well, I doodle, but you're the artist. So but also, you saying. you can come in as a creator on this. Mm. Yeah, say, say, it's a different viewpoint for me. So I'll let you two go because I'm. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I feel like out of all of them, comics is a bit of a different one because if you start using AI to help generate like games and films and stuff, I'm not sure if there'd be so much of a kind of a backlash, could you say? But a comic reader is a very different. For me, in my 
the way I perceive them. But my whole point is market forces will decide whether AI in comics is going to fly or not. So That's say interesting. Say all almost of us... you're saying the less people there are involved in the creation or the more the more sort of single vision a comic or a piece of art, just generally a piece of art is, the the less you find AI acceptable. Am well, I right in saying that? Say say I, I put out that Marvel put out a comic book and it was majority of his AI art and it sold just as well as any other book they have, but the production yeah. cost is ridiculously less and it's quicker to turn around. That customer, the customer where the reader not giving a shit whether it's generated by computer or not is going to be dictating the the discourse. Mm. So Marvel were like, well, it hasn't paying... happened yet, has it? No, and it's it, not happened yet. It's no. not. I don't know whether it's quite there yet, is it? No, totally not. From what I've seen, I've yeah. seen a couple of people try and do AI comic books and it fucking sticks out like a sore thumb, like this is just AI generated. And yeah. I don't know whether it ever will, but... I suppose the, the problem is covers, is it? Is that where it could be done I've, Yeah, it definitely covers. Uh, I've seen interiors. I've I've did a kind of thing this week when I, I was looking for a pin-up artist or cover artist, and I put it on Twitter, and about a third of the stuff that got sent to me was AI generated. Damn. Easily. Uh, that's why. Yeah, well, like... Sorry, I'm, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but Vince, you haven't said anything yet. Sorry, babes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just taking it all in. Um... That's a worry, though, V, do you think? Because uh, you, you're right, it's, it's your thing, and I enjoy mm. seeing original art and everything, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, I also, like... I I work with sort of art and design, like, as a job as well. Um, so AI tools are becoming more of a thing within all industries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm, also I grumpy old, I'm also a grumpy old, old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, if someone gives me like a a, con a bit of concept, and it's got AI photographs and like or, or you know AI concepts in it because they've just typed a few um, things, my my hair sticks up. I I I immediately I I start to I don't like it. I I just no. I just really don't like that. I mean, um, we'll get back onto the art and saying just a just a brief, um sort of segue from it uh sort of side yeah, yeah, side. Okay, yeah. um chat gbt um the amount of times that's going to be used or has already been used for the book blurb for uh, yeah. you know graphic yeah. well, i or... think it's been used on a marvel editorial <laughs> yeah. page yeah. yeah and these companies are going to use it more and sorry it ain't good you no. can, it doesn't sound like it's, to the point they of like overly verbose to nonsensical. <laughs> to, I think because fair. they're grabbing they're grabbing dialogue and lines of work, you know, prose and you know that sort of thing from what's out there, rather than grabbing it from what's out there and is good. Yeah, that's the problem. We people know this, but I work in global politics and stuff and as a researcher and a lecturer, and and we're seeing foreign countries writing uh, propaganda using ChatGPT because it's it's actually written better. Than say someone in China just doing a Google Translate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That makes yeah. sense. Mm. And I guess that goes vice versa for people writing it here for China. If you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, they do. I've noticed it on mm. Amazon. 
if you're buying a product on Amazon now, you can go above the customer reviews, you'll get an AI kind of chatbot thing that's that gives you a summation of the what the reader reviews are saying. Cora does it. You ask Cora a yeah. question, it's chat GPT now. And it will say readers, uh, purchasers of this really like this because they cite it's good battery life, they like this, they like that, but yeah. some have mentioned this could be an issue. <laughs> I, I mean, Which I'm, is I'm, a great tool for for yeah. a purchaser. But... I, I, I think yeah, yeah. Also, the important word you um, use there, Dan, is, is like tool. Like if you're like a yes. like a creative person, and it's something, you know, if you want reference for something possibly, and you put that in, and then you draw, you you yourself draw from this whatever this image is. You know, you do it. I I, I just can't stand it when like people just use it as a shortcut for things hmm. oh yeah um, that's where we're at at the moment you know i mean that's the, totally. that's the sort of uh you know the problem we've always had with with poser isn't it do you know what i mean the poser yeah comics that's very true yeah i think the thing with poser and the thing with ai is i i very much believe that there's an emotional content to a age of human art and Completely. i don't feel that ai has a soul to it mm. it feels oh, yeah. it feels soulless and heartless and humanless i suppose hmm. you know one thing I've started to um, think over the past couple of years is loving ink more, like okay. actual, actual ink. You know, seeing, knowing that a page is, is physical, or like you can feel that this was drawn with a hand. Mm. Um, and certainly, I, I've been missing just going to the pad and just getting my fucking uniball pens. You know, I I think my next next project is just going to be actual sort of physical drawing yeah um because there is that there's nothing better than watching someone draw one of these time-lapse videos mm. i said it yesterday it's yeah. just I mean, i'll be saying I, it again later it's... i i mean i love doodling on the ipad i love drawing on the ipad and um obviously the joy of like having an undo etc blah 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 but there's something to be said for um the art progressing through its mistakes through the yeah, showing through, the mistakes through yes. the element of like yeah. that's not quite right but onto the next panel or you know. the splashes of ink yeah. and stuff are beautiful yeah. things to yeah. me sometimes working mistakes in to, to make yeah. it yeah, yeah. How, i and, mean and and to go back to ai if, if I, it just sort of like if people are using this to shortcut how will anyone ever learn that like, yeah yeah yes the, the, yeah. The, machine, well, the machines are learning right? look at handwriting look at a lot of things are disappearing yeah, yeah. Because people aren't doing it and they're not learning but, it anymore. Yeah. At one point, someone with a bit of noodle and a bit of artistic skill is going to kind of like make that jump and make it work for them. It feel, I'm trying to make, the analogy I'm trying to make is like artists complaining about yeah. uh, cameras, photography coming along. Yeah, yeah. So this doesn't capture the thing. It's not what it is, and it's like, well, the 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 uh, consumers like it and accepted it, it, it exactly. the artist opinion is irrelevant in this as, regard as much as but cartooning don't... isn't that though it's cartooning no. if it's if it's completely if it looked like a photograph I, honestly a comic yeah. isn't very interesting to yeah. me like that no, i think agree but I see, so that's where i think I, comics I, slightly different yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think i can see where you're coming from dan and the fact of like there's so many different angles to this uh topic and conversation there always will be mm. um but like you've been saying dan like if we go beyond this bubble it, you know if we if the, the comic and the work and stuff is suddenly a product. It's on the it's on the shelf. It's on the it's mm. in the stores, and it goes out to the general public. Oh, the general public, what are they? Doing? <laughs> but um, but essentially, this is the same general public that are buying phones 
that come with that come with pens, so they can scribble out something that's wrong on the photo they just took, and AI yeah, will no, fill it I in. I hate that. Because, I hate that turning head thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but because the general public want it boxed in a certain way, they want to be able to just mm. like, oh, they want to just quickly click, click. I get what I want. And I mean, do you think the majority of younger people like uploading stuff to Snap and Insta and not adding beauty filters and touching yeah. the photo up? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's interesting what you say there, Dan, because what, <clears throat> if, I, if I'm right in, in your original premise was, you know, should we be listening to the artist or should we be listening to the customer? And it's got to be a bit of both, I guess. But and isn't everyone in some way appreciative or part of the art process? You know, by reading yeah. it. Yeah. I know, but I just think it's important. It's like I was trying to find, a, you know, something that's happened in the past that is comparative, and yeah. the photograph was about the nearest thing I could get to in my head. Yeah, yeah. and I think you're right. I think how, how much of us gives into technology and how much of us doesn't. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't draw on iPads. A lot of people don't use digital, you know, yes. effects yeah. and everything. Um, and, and and you know, all power to them. There's room for everyone, but is there room for people who just do a prompt and get a picture? Then it's 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 not art, is it? It's not no. art at that point, no. I feel. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, art, art has this, you know, well, I, I read a quote today that said, the most important thing about art is how it makes you feel. And um, most AI art at the moment makes me feel repulsed. Yeah, it makes me <laughs> yeah. disgusted. Just yeah. weird, isn't it? You know, It's, 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 it's going to um, change. Like like the uncanny, yeah. uncanny valley, that's <laughs> what they call it, isn't it? When there's sort of like a... Yeah. Isn't that an artificial person that doesn't... Ah, oh, right. It's, Interesting. it's when it a kind of a, a robot, like it's... it's close to becoming a human and there's an uncomfortableness with the the look of it it's like yeah. it's too close to being human you can't kind of uh, okay yeah yeah I, I butchered the, the the meaning of it there but it's that it's just a little bit too close but yeah. not quite right and it's kind of unsettling yeah i know that cole cole put a picture up on the state didn't he this week of uh was it a, a poster for a beer festival or something um and he no, said no, he said i think this might be ai mm. i don't know yeah it's there's different with comics when, when you got panel to panel but yeah yeah there's times where i've seen stuff and i'm like i'm not sure if that is or not and i yeah. wouldn't want to be one of those people that fucking rally up the mob to say yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's certainly gonna um some robot in a corner crying i, I mean, I mean <laughs> for me i you know those sort of industries where like illustrators um because i'm not i'm not a fully formed professional freelance illustrators but those people that make their bones from gig artwork uh you know merchandise mm. artwork you know for bands and you know all of this all of this stuff i mean for movie posters etc you know i mean i follow uh, amazing artists on instagram just to see they're like wow god this yeah. guy's this i think um is it luke priest or price or whatever he did like loads of metallica's work and he's done like video game gears of war limited edition like vinyl art and i'm just looking at it thinking this this stuff's amazing Mm. but there are other people that are going to be like I want something like that for my project but I don't want to pay someone yeah. money for it's it it's always so money I'm, isn't it yeah. it's the money it's that money. leads yeah. yeah yeah. well that's one of the things that I was saying about like the big publishers or the, the big studios that if they can see that they can pump out content at a cheap price using AI generated stuff or to help them <clears> that's what <throat> they're going to do <clears throat> they're completely and utterly unscrupulous in that regard <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, it's never a big sudden change, is it? It's always that creep. Yeah. And yeah. I always wonder, at what point do we object to a piece of art? You know, um, if it's a photograph with a filter on it, I'm not, I'm not interested in it. But you know, if if someone's tracing a drawing, sometimes I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, 
we we see it a lot in um in some it's, books from Image, and I'm I'm okay with that. Backgrounds, yeah. for example, I'm fine with that. You know, so it's it's that's it's almost a slow creep between what we find it acceptable. It's the important you know. use of the word reference. When does reference become the preference? Do you know what I mean? That's cool. yeah. good, wouldn't it? But you know, they are people using AI to do backgrounds. I mean, how how would mm. you feel about that, guys? It's interesting because, as well as uh, there's part, you know, there's very, very much certain cause of my being that is opposed to all of these things. Yet at the same time, if it's someone that, if it's something that could be used as a tool to help someone learn, but to do it themselves, do you know what I mean? If I'm yeah. like, oh, there is no particular angle of this haunted house that I can find, and. You know, it's much like creating a 3D model in, like, you know, Sketch, mm. SketchUp or something okay. like that. You know, it's almost like I do that all the time on yeah, my comics. If if I can create that and then draw from that reference, but I will still be drawing from that reference. Gotcha. You know, um, whereas if I was like, oh, I'm just going to create that and I'll just use that model in all the backgrounds, I'd be uncomfortable with that. Fair enough. I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. Um, it it's done in that background things done in a lot of western and eastern comics isn't it yeah totally i mean when now it has uh, been the, for years the time constraints you're just going to go to it a lot of the time yeah. you can see it's just like right okay i can see you've done that it doesn't bother me too much i mean who's the artist who does secret invasion on the original one is it lenil Yu? oh yeah yeah, he, yeah. he's used that i see that a lot in his work mm. like okay the 3d stuff and then he's like he, Export or whatever, and then drawn into the scene, which yeah. is like you've done loads of work on that, and I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, like yeah, say, yeah. I've, um, I like his work actually. I do like <clears> his line. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, you know, I've read comics <clears> that there's these amazingly detailed backgrounds, and I know that an artist has used tools or used this reference. You know, whether <clears> it's they've traced over it, but it looks great in the final product. It looks like you know because of the the work that, that the artist and the creator is doing over the top of that to make it unique and to make it their own. But if it was like you know, if the whole book was just like like that, you, yeah. it would lose its life, isn't it? That's the thing. Is yeah. like, I, I think the thing I fear from... about. Sorry. Go on. Go on I think the, the, so, thanks, man. I think the thing I fear about AI is the short term gain, uh, yeah. with no no thought to the long term situation. Mm. Where you know that if we suddenly everyone went, oh fuck it, AI, we'd we'd be grabbing from the same set of images, and and art would never change and move. And sometimes improve, and sometimes stagnant. get better, yeah. and you know, change, and you know, whatever it's going to do, it it just would be the same. We'd be yeah. stuck in that loop. Yeah. But I want the originality, which doesn't come from a computer. Yeah. Uh, so far, until they take over the world, but you know, it doesn't come from there, doesn't it? You don't suddenly get AI being Kevin O'Neill. You don't suddenly get yeah. AI drawing X Men. Yeah. When I get yeah. presented with AI work, there's always kind of there's this undercurrent like of uh, duplicity of sort of like. You're trying to trying to have have me over here, the viewer, and you're sort of saying, "I created this," mm. and like we know you didn't, you didn't, yeah. And you're trying to lie. Why are you trying to lie? And then as soon as that sort of gets brought up, it's just instantly a massive fucking turn off because now I'm not thinking about what I'm looking at. I'm thinking that someone's yeah. trying to have me over. Yeah, yeah. I've had it. I've had it with art given to me that it was it was clearly lifted from somewhere else. Yeah. And we and we yeah. haven't even like you know it's a completely different topic um, as part of it, but we haven't even gotten into the fact that uh, artists, as an artist, your work being referenced. Do you know what I mean? All those yeah, the legal used, stuff, the yeah, the legal stuff, stuff yeah, yeah, which um, some people are now um, there's something I've been doing where yeah, so this is the vast art- subject. This yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so how would you feel about this? You're you know, I'm 
you, you you're my age so you big out you're about to die and uh <laughs> you, you need to i remember when need... bread was sliced yeah, yeah the uh, bread granddad and uh you decide you, your, your hands are too shaky to draw so you create your own ai producer i don't know what they're called and yeah. you put all of your artwork ever into it and it produces daniel butcher's pages mm. how do you I, feel dan i don't have a problem with it right Interesting. i think as long as you yeah. put it under that proviso and said look i can't fucking do this anymore but I've, I've still got these stories to tell and this is what i'm doing and then it's up to see, the people oh, the consumer I, who wants to read it or not I, I i say it's an easy thing to say but i think you won't be happy with it potentially because, because there's something to be said about just the age old thing of building something with your own hands do you know what I mean or writing it, something with your own hands or you know that just that that creation. even though you're shifting it around and <laughs> I mean I mean I understand I totally understand yeah. the, this question where it's coming from and like I would be like oh yeah if, you know I could I could I could draw like the the time I could draw the best yeah. do you know what I mean and it would always be like that um you know that's that's the dream but I th- there would be that Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, I think I did, we don't. I didn't do that. We don't you know? make comics to have physical comics. We, we enjoy the process, don't we? Of mm. yeah. the actual process of writing, writing yeah. the comics, drawing the comics, and everything about it. Not you want, just you want to tell having stories. a comic we, at we, the end. We've of got it. To- stories to tell, yeah. and you know, just what? What about this then? Do you think comics are an outdated product? How dare you get off this fucking? I'm not. I don't think they are because uh, I like no. the originality in them, but. It, are we getting to the point now where for kids it's outdated so the effort isn't wanted or needed or my son just read through a hundred and something plus volumes of one punch man in a in a week so they're definitely not outdated but how did he read yeah. it on the app there you go it's what it's one of those things of like um if we can, can make make the comparison to the music industry I don't know the music industry has its own problems and you know this that and the other, but it's shit. When when vinyl went to CD, <laughs> music had to get used to that. When CD went to MP3, um, music had to evolve to get used to that. When it went to streaming, everything's evolving in the way that. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the artists. Let's take let, let's take out the artists and what people get and what they do because that's a whole thing. I, well, I, I hate to quote Bono. But the uh, his quote of um, was it home? You remember when home recording people were taping albums? Yeah, yeah. There was a big drama. He said home recording isn't killing music; bad music is killing yeah. music. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but in order for like you know, the, pe- the consumer, the people that, that a lot of people that are listening to it or comics reading it, there are a lot of people who, as much as we love to talk about the process, as much as we love to discover the ins and outs, there are some people who just want to read them and they don't they don't care. I hate seeing yeah. that. But there are people who are just reading right. it. The majority, <laughs> I kind of feel like the majority of comic readers in this world don't worry about who the creator is. And, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, I saw someone today saying, like, why have they decided to make a TV series or a film out of Legion of Superheroes? Like, no one talks about it. And it's like, are you fucking mental? <laughs> fucking mental. you don't know what you're fucking talking about like everyone talks about legion of superheroes that's like are you read legion <laughs> it's nuts then until i to identify yourself as kind of like a comic fan and i say well always legion of superheroes like, okay whatever don't you talk about me <laughs> yeah so there's a lot, a lot in this fucking subject obviously that we can kind of glaze over but it's changed so it's even since we had um 
Uh, who came on and talked the about JWC. it? JWC. JWC and her husband came on, didn't they? And ever since we've had them on, it's the world has just changed again on it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I do like that thing. Have you seen that the you can buy a false thumb? Have you seen this thing? So you can buy a thumb that fits over the top of your thumb. So it looks <laughs> like you've got two thumbs. And criminals are buying them so that when they get caught on CCTV stealing something, they can say, so, that's AI. That's AI. <laughs> you don't have two thumbs. Hey, they've done that one, the bot now, that uh, it finds photos of, like, lewd photos of women on the on the net and dresses them. <laughs> I can't. Right, AI's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking hunt it down. <laughs> some, some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. 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 I, I get a feeling that's not men, is it? Yeah. Well, no, I, I can quite easily say that men have done that because, as I said, some people just love fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> mostly men. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly up. men. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a topic that's not going to go away, and certainly, as these these big companies, it's, it, it goes beyond the mediums that that we have, and to like, you know, the the people that are pushing these bots. I mean, there, there's there's things where it, AI could be fantastic you know talk, talk about like you know medical procedures and all of this stuff oh mate and, yeah and instead yeah. instead it's like oh i don't know it's just it's, it's not just, stopping sorry. it's not going away but, but, nobody like, is Mar stopping it dc did like a put a batman book out and it's all uh ai and it hit the fucking number one in the charts and all the artists were saying this is rubbish this is ai art and it's like well it doesn't matter yeah, fucking sales. But I, I, th I think we banging. are we are far away from that. Comics are different because yes, we're far away um, from that. Because the, the I'm not advocating for the positive of yeah, that. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, the thing is, it, it goes beyond as much as we hate it. It goes beyond the creator to the to the big business. Mm. That goes beyond the publisher to the people. Who go well. That's just easy. Let's just put that out. Well, and um, I mean, kind of that is what Marvel and DC are. Anyway, yeah, aren't yeah, totally. Yeah, I, th yeah. I think we're totally going to see more Chat GBT um, inside yeah. cover things. We're going to. There's going to be a lot of people who um, might we'll get wanna... Chat GPT proofreading. I uh, guarantee. Well, that one you yeah. sent to us. What was it? Was it a Spider-Man one T? And it was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was. I yeah, was I would just say this as as a as a warning. It's almost like um, <laughs> the end is nigh, Joel. Um, no, but as as a warning to these editors and stuff, because a lot of these are tools that people still have to tap in and then get the result and then just put that result, you know, print that result. If it's if you're making these shortcuts to do this thing, and it's not that great, okay, so you're just trying to get the easy life. What's to stop the person above you saying? Using well, that. We, we don't need them. We yeah. could just do that ourselves. Yeah. So there could be a lot of people editorially shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. And their job will go. Exactly. Yeah. And their job will go. So, so that's have... the short term view. That's yeah. the problem yeah. with comics. Yeah. In a lot of ways, is they they've only got this like that's why the comics keep getting rebooted every fucking six months. Yeah. yeah. You know they just so got this set... short view sales fucking sales are down. So we yeah. employ people who are kind of not got a lot of experience and you can pay them less. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And then you fucking race to the bottom because oh now we're going even less. Let's hire someone even cheaper mm. who who doesn't have any experience whatsoever, and we put them on some one of our flagship titles. Oh, the sales are dropping. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. But, Happy times. That, but that fucking that thing's gone like that's like a business that like time business lesson time immemorial. Exactly. If you like sales are dropping and you start dropping the quality of your product, yeah, 
to, to recoup those costs, you're just going to keep going in that one direction, isn't you? Yeah, it's but, a downward spiral, isn't it? But yeah. I yeah. think that's also to to get us, you know, obviously this is a complicated situation, and keep the conversation going um, on the Slack, on the email. I'm sure you will. Media, uh, so. If you go to the Slack, uh, I think it's Simon or Cole have posted a podcast about AI that they said yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, go have a look. No. I've, I've, yeah. I've yeah. downloaded it to listen yeah. to tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I'm totally open to hearing about it. I want to hear about it. I'm not completely like this is rubbish. I'm trying to take yeah. an objective view on. Yeah. No, no, you're in It's like a Sun Tzu situation, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. I've got yeah. A, a Japanese proverb actually for later in the show. So we're we'll, we'll nice. talking about today. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but you like I it, mean, T. The one all thing, like the it. one thing um, to get us back onto <clears> the positive <throat> about all this thing, um, when we usually we're talking about the negatives. The the eye of Sauron usually focuses on these big the bit the bigger publishers you know looking around oh it's yeah. Marvel it's a DC they're the ones doing it do you know what I mean that's the ones that, they they be, they they put on the ring of power we can see it um, and yet there's the wonderful indie creators the one the reason that we're here doing this show the people that love the pen and the ink the ones that are just trying to put out their comics. Um, you know, we love you guys doing it. The ones that yeah. don't want to use these tools, or if, or maybe you do to help you make the product that we want to read. Um, there's so many different I've, levels. I've it. seen more of it of from indie creators, like people who've not got any sort of uh, access to an artist or skills of their own, and they just start punching out comics. And but they, so this but, is my... uh, you need to be careful with that because um, the artistic community is such that. Um, it is um it's a defensive beast um, yeah totally. uh, really yeah and <laughs> certainly if if you're a writer who you you've got three comics under your belt right now but all of them were with completely ai art you're probably going to struggle to get a artist I, afterwards because they will be upset that you used ai art <laughs> i saw one and it was like direct and uh there was loads of comments loads of likes and oh, when's this out when can we read this it's like man it's fucking terrible it's I don't. I don't understand who these people are. I honestly no. think there's a continent of <laughs> people who are just bots. fucking idiots. Yeah. From, I, yeah, I genuinely think there must be a continent that I've not heard of of people who suck each other off around fucking just bullshit. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, there is often I see comments and I feel like I'm fucking taking, <laughs> taking crazy pills. It's like, who thinks this? It's the, yeah. Oh, well, AI is Magnum from Zoolander, isn't it? It's the yeah. same look. <laughs> it's, it's the, the same, same thing. <laughs> Have so, I been taking crazy pills? Except, except this one doesn't fucking stop knives. <laughs> one fucking guy complaining about farmers. Like, who gives a shit about farmers? Like, we buy our stuff in the shops. That's the people we deal oh, with. Oh, God. And it's like, <laughs> you fucking... Oh, sure. But talk about uh, poor quality stuff. B, we can segue well, let's, into let's that. Se- yeah, let's segue into the next subject. Okay. Um, so, inspired by the fact that I think, is it 32 years Image have just done? Something like that, isn't it? Um, they've just had an anniversary. I was, I was reading Rob, Rob, was Rob Liefeld talking about it. Rob, yeah, who will come up in uh, a second. I love that in, but... fucking manga thing. Oh, oh what classic. was that about? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. he, he kind of like redone the comic. We done it in a manga version, which means it's in black and white and they've got like red washes over the backgrounds or speed lines in the backgrounds, which is quite easy to do for Rob Liefeld's artwork because he doesn't put anything in the backgrounds anyway. But <laughs> this is making repackaging. <laughs> You know when they put put a film out and it's like oh it's the noir edition so yeah. like, you dropped it to black and white and boosted the levels <laughs> and sold it as a separate fucking I actually product. preferred Logan I liked Logan in black yes. and white yeah um, so anyway so inspired by the fact that uh, Image of and also 
Um, for an un unnamed reason, we can't we can't talk about, but a little hint for a future week. Um, I thought I'd put together an image co image comics question, and this has something to do with the first raft of books that came out from the founders. Mm. So the question is a two part question, gentlemen. Um, oh first right, okay. first part of the question is: out of the first wave of image comics, you have to save one and get rid of one. Explain why you would make these choices. So the choices you have. Um, listening at home, make your choices, is Youngblood, Wildcats, Savage Dragon, anyone who puts Savage Dragon out said to me, Savage Dragon, Spawn, Shadowhawk, Cyberforce, and Wetworks. So you've got seven titles there. So for those, you have to get rid of one. Let's start with the get rid of one. Okay, can I just get that list again, Tony? Just okay, so Youngblood, yeah. Wildcats, yeah. Savage Dragon, Mm -hmm. Spawn, Shadowhawk, yeah. Cyberforce, yeah. Wetworks. Okay, I popped in the chat again, B. Okay. Oh, what I mean, yeah. So uh, you have to get, let's go with the get rid of and then we'll do okay. the save. So okay. get rid of first. Go so, well, do you want to go first, B? Yeah, I will immediately um, say this straight away, by the way. I just want to put this front and center out there. Um, Image Comics. I, I don't know. I've just got a real fondness for that. When this kicked yeah, off, even when, when they're I was bad, a kid, I enjoy. I, I fucking yeah. loved. I love this. No matter what people say, you know, I, it was big dealings with me and my mates when it when it all kicked off and the different titles and it it felt alive. Um, obviously, we're looking at it through. You know, it's been thirty two years, as you say. A bit of back in it. glasses. Uh, and certainly, we've read series after the they've you know after those moments we've gone back revisited them um maybe you've revisited yeah. them and then thought, oh this is oh, looking that, back on yeah. isn't it yeah um okay so the so what's the first one tony is this the one we're saving or the one we're losing one we're losing losing okay for me um i'm picking one that out of all of them i didn't read i was okay. i was never really that interested in um, that's not to say that, you know, I can't say it was because it was bad. I just wasn't interested in it. So I never read it. Uh, for me, it was Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk, okay. was, Shadowhawk was the one for me out of all of them that just didn't grab me like uh, some of the others did. And certainly I didn't read a lot of the others when they were coming out. But um, yeah, Shadowhawk is the one that I'd lose. Okay. Daniel? Uh, that's an interesting one. I... For me, I'd, I'd be set. There's a couple I'd save, but I'd quite happily get rid of uh, Young Blood, Wild Cats. No, you only say one. Come on, no, only one. No, I've been saying I could quite happily get rid of most of them on that that list. Right. Uh, I'll probably go for Cyberforce. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 Fuck Vince. You. <laughs> sorry, Vince. Fuck and, off. And why, D? Fuck. <laughs> it's just like Wild Cats, just painfully generic. I used to really love. I used to like this stuff back in the day, but I've gone back and read it recently. It's like this is just absolutely vapid. There's nothing to this. Yeah, it's... Right. yeah. Sorry, Vince. I know these no, these are near and dear to you. I, I understand it. You're dead to me. I will. I will say. <laughs> I, I, no, I will say though that you remember they rebooted Cyberforce probably about was it about ten years ago, wasn't it? They like kickstarted it. it or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not a big fan of that at all that was oh, right that, okay, was, that, that was terrible but you know he's I li a great I liked artist it. though isn't he yeah 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 i liked it when Matt, it, was, it was just a different sort of x-men yeah that's the thing though. like <laughs> it's like all the raw ingredients are there yeah. but like the the writing is this there's nothing like mm. it's this really yeah. like mm. 
Okay. If they'd have had decent writers with them when they, or if they were decent writers alongside artists, they'd okay. have absolutely fucking terrorized. But... Okay. Okay. So mine, journey. mine is uh, wet works, just because it was just boring. Okay. It just I don't looked think great. I read that. It just didn't do anything. I'm like, he's probably the creator. I'm not. I'm interested in least out of them. Um, it was so essentially. I, I, uh, I loved his Punisher run, though the Wolf Portacio's Punisher run. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. 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 They were like special forces, but they kind of had that golden plate, and they were fighting vampires. Is Vamp- that? Yeah. Vampires. I and, and See, Rams I don't even remember that, and I read it. Yeah. I got the first I, so many I, issues. Yeah. It took ages to come out, as they all did, though. You know. Yeah. I think he I think it was the had like one. some had some personal issues, family stuff that That's hit right. when when the first one or two yeah. came out, and he yeah. couldn't do it, which is a bit of a, a yeah. bummer. But I I I love I love the co- I love the concept of it and certainly when I got into wet works it was when the series had been going for a while and there was different artists had sort of jumped onto it and stuff yeah yeah which is where a lot of these improved yeah for me yeah, yeah. you know oh god yeah um, when you got Alan Moore like taking on stuff on the Young Blood stuff or the, any of his stuff yeah that's so much better yeah. yeah 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 um so let's go to the one that you can you have to you have to save one okay so look. Are we are we looking like this, Tony? We we've gotten rid of three, and there's only four left, and now we have to. No, no, no. You just you you come on, come on. Uh, just the seven for you. So you'll have lost. What did you lose? Um, I lost Shadow Hawk. So you have to choose one that's definitely staying, and then we'll move on to the second part of the question. But we'll discuss the the good and bads okay. because okay. I think it's interesting that a certain person's name hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I think that's very interesting, and I've got it's a theory. About it. Yeah, but you. So who who would you save V? Which of the titles? Yeah. Out you get to save one, definitely not going to get fucking thrown away. Um, oh, God. I would probably say... Oh. What was that noise? That was me. That was me <laughs> just trying to decide. Yeah. Um, the horns of the dilemma. God, yeah. Choosing I, between I, his babies. It, it's, which one it, to... Yeah, it's the same list, isn't it? Same list to seven. Yeah, yeah. Young yeah. Blood, Wildcat, Savage Dragon, Spawn, Shadow Hulk, Cyberforce, Wetworks. Now, the, I'm looking at this in a sort of in, in a sort of way of like, there's the ones you love, but does does it have legs? Do you know which one yeah. has legs? And for me, Savage Dragon is the one that I could save. Absolutely, fucking um, exactly. That's what I've gone for. Because and me, that's a three-way yeah. fucking. We yeah. want that. We never want that one to stop. We don't because, want it to go away. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them are they are Usain Bolt. They are a hundred meters unfucking stoppable. But fifteen, and then they meet, stop after hundred yeah, meters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you, who do you, yeah. who do you want doing the marathon? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Savage Dragons proved whether you read it or not. And I'm not an avid reader of it like Tony is, but um, when it comes out, we have the new one this week. Yeah, but it's been ages that, since the last one. Yeah. That first miniseries for me was the strongest out of the initial image. Yeah. Launch. Really okay. dark, because, bloody, and brutal as well. I yeah, remember. and he yeah. was like a proper character who got fucked up and actually like there's some decent writing yeah. behind this. It's not just yeah. yeah. I preferred it cast he, characters. Yeah, I preferred yeah. it when he was like the cop when it was all like the cop stuff. Yeah, yeah, really like that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Stuff. So, I mean, I actually think Dragon is kind of the given there because it's got him and Spawn. Maybe I could see if someone went for Spawn. Yeah, Spawn because they. Yeah. Yeah, they've got that long run. Yeah. They've they've established decades of you know just yeah. fans and stories and uh, uh, spin offs and everything like that. Yeah. An interesting thing think... is, I think Spawn, um, part of Spawn's um, ongoing legacy, 
is because I think it's had more of a successful universe. Whereas Savage Dragon has been like, I know it's had spin-offs and it's had miniseries, it's had these different things. Consistent but for, creative. For the most yeah. part, it's been Savage Dragon, hasn't it? It's been whereas, Larson. Yeah. Whereas there's, mm. you, you've got the Spawn title, but you've also got Medieval Spawn, you've got Gunslinger Spawn, you've got Sam like, Twitch, people yeah. doing all yeah. of that. So there's a whole universe to it. So there can always be, there could be 15 to 20 books at any one but time. I set you know? that challenge up last year to read through from Spawn 1 to 100. It's hard going. And I stopped because I was so fucking bored. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. It's just like th- there's so much promise in like the Spawn storyline, yeah. even though it's pretty much ripped off from Faust. I, I just like it's just so kind of overwritten. I really that, overwritten. Um, I read that. I hadn't read a Spawn thing for about ten years until recently. I read an issue of Is it the Scorned? You know that team book? Have you have you seen that one? No, no, no I've not read, read that, that one. one. Yeah. It's been, it's an ongoing, isn't it? Um, I read issue right. one a while ago, and it was. It was very interesting. It yeah, was, I read it, some it, it Spawn, book, but... I think, during lockdown, because I was chatting to Strotty about it, yeah. and I was saying, it's all right. I just I just found it too self-indulgent around yeah. um, drawing and stuff. It was too too much sometimes, and it didn't really make sense, and it was too self-indulgent. But for me, Dragon is meat and potatoes comics, yeah. bash them up yeah. comics yeah. for me, yeah. which is kind of why I still enjoy it. It's got that there's there's that Kirby isn't there yeah. that Kirby stuff going on in it which is why I like he's it. He's kind but, of really gone for it like in the more not more recent hell. years in the past Jesus five Christ. years like yeah I mean, when you got the ha- shit across the room and a, yeah, and, yeah. and stuff you're like whoa, <laughs> whoa. but I think it's interesting that none of us have said Rob or Youngblood and I think no matter what you say about him and I'm we we you know we we could never be great proponents of the craft that Rob shows us but there's there's an edge to what he does in a way isn't there mm. there's there's something about it that's attention grabbing he, he has his fans and they're kind of qu- quite yeah outspoken and like i, I wouldn't want yeah, to touch yeah. a, a liefeld property yeah in that regard um and yeah certainly it's sometimes it's an easy dunk sometimes it's you know i'm like you know you don't need to go over the top with this i mean we we say yeah. we had our jokes here um, yeah, but and I, he's turned up in my least enjoyed comics of the week. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, he absolutely and, frustrates the fuck out of me. I've got but, to say, but yeah. you know, back in the day, you know, when I was reading stuff um, like X Force Two with Kane and Deadpool fighting and stuff was one of my. That was an issue that I reread yeah, over man, and I've, over again. Yeah, yeah. Fucking just all of these. All those fucking moments. lines over the face was all. I was all about that. Yeah. I was loving that. And whether but there's, now, there's <laughs> nobody, there's nobody from a creator point of view. There's nobody in that group we wouldn't love to have on here and yeah. would be brilliant to chat to. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. As yeah. well, you know. Yeah. Um, and look, no matter what, you know, you watch the documentaries and how, like, they were friends and then they fell out and this, that, and, you know, there was all this sort of They're stuff. They're still falling out at the moment. Semester yeah. having an argument with someone this week. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. There's, there's all that stuff going on. Or no matter whether, like, they did too much and the wheels fell off or, you know, this, that, and the other. But let's face it, um, Rob Liefeld is like, it's like a thumb, right? If if image is a hand and he's the thumb, you take away the thumb and ask someone to pick something up, it's not going to work. Okay. Do you know what I mean? You know, you right. can't you can't grab a cup of tea properly without your it's thumb. It's like Confucius in the room with Vince tonight. You're like, <laughs> I know, I know. But you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
you know, to any people that don't have their thumbs on, I know you people are awesome, but I used to say, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the metaphor, you know, I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah, just in yeah. case yeah. you're losing yeah, your yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. upset anyone. But you know, do you know what I mean, though? It's like, they can't turn it off, can they? Yeah. So they don't worry. Yeah. Without it, it Jesus Christ. Ableist joke there. Sorry about that. Jesus Fun. fucking Christ. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we What's do not, happening? I don't know. Um, but it doesn't It doesn't work, you know, so... You know. Well, occasionally I look at something and there's a nostalgia quality to Rob's stuff that he draws now because it looks exactly like the yeah. stuff he was drawing yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's brilliant. I don't think it's that good. Yeah. But sometimes I think, I kind of like that in a way... I know it's got its massive faults, and you know everyone's in the same position as always. And I don't know, but I just sometimes. I mean, I mean, we're you know, it. we're we're fully guilty. I, of like, I get caught on <laughs> the, 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 the horns of talking about Rob. Where like, is he just been lazy, and he thinks I'm just going to do this? I get paid regardless, or does he think he's the absolute zenith of all he can be? Is like, I'm I fucking, know, man. I'm the I legend. Know. I can't. Everything I put out is fucking gold. I don't need to improve. Uh, what what's to improve? And I don't know which one of those. Uh, well, is. you know, what, and it whatever, frustrates me. Whatever it was, he, he put his kids through college on the fucking comics he made. He's got so. a movie yeah, star fair wife play, me, TV yeah. Star So wife at the end of the day, yeah. fucking knock him. He, he could just he, he could just laugh in our faces. He's got fuck you money. So it's, yeah, he's got fuck you money, which is um, fair play to him. You know, whether you agree yeah. or not, it's sort of like, yeah, I, I I can laugh at him when I've got more money than him. And that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, when he's crowing about like Deadpool, how he created Deadpool, I'm just, yeah, I always, okay. I always okay. laugh, I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a subject we should have someday with a creator when we've got them on about what is a, the creation of a character and what is the development of a character, yeah. and at what point did someone say that I'm the the sole creator of that? You know, there's a bit of that going on, isn't mm. there? Okay, well, yeah. let's move on to the. Should we move on to the second part of the question? Okay, yeah. So you, Vince, got rid of uh, Shadowhawk. And Dan, you got rid of Cyberforce. You pay now up. you have to choose a creator <laughs> to take that spot. So let's imagine the seven didn't include Sylvestri and didn't include um who created shut up uh, I've just said his name didn't I? Jim, um, Jim Valentino. Valentino. Jim Valentino, yeah. Just that's what I meant earlier actually. Valentino. Um who 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 fills your spot, Vince? Who who fills <laughs> that spot? Yeah. Now we're talking. Um yeah. Uh, are we talking in the context of the time or just any time? Uh, I, mm, yeah, let's say in the context of the time. So it has to be a, a, a creator who was about around that. Oh, around, let's just roughly yeah, around that. That makes it really hard. <laughs> right. All right, well, let's not... Let's not say it, creator, image yeah. Is, yeah, image is like... Because right, they all that. left, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not say that then. Let's just say any creator. Okay, that makes it easier. So who would fill that spot? Um, so you got... You got some somebody interesting who could you know boost the sales, be part of the crew. See, uh, see, they're grabbing big names, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, but it's weird. Like you're gonna pick the ones that are, like some of your favorite artists, aren't they? Or like you know, yeah, that's um, fine. That's um, fine. and sometimes, okay, sometimes for me, it's one of those artists who I think is one of the best there there is has been for many years. So good that doesn't really get brought up in the conversation too much because they've just been consistently doing that good work for a long time uh humberto ramos 
Oh, good show. I think yeah. for me, <laughs> what um, to do a team book? Consistency. Oh no, you did Shadowhawk, didn't you? So to do yeah. a sort of Shadowhawk style character. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's coloured because I remember where, remember Cliffhanger, um, and they did Crimson, and I fucking loved that series, Crimson, mm. and and I know he then went on to um do uh, spider-man books he's i think he's i think he's working on a spider-man book right now isn't he i think he's been doing that okay. for the past 10 years but it is that i i think a sort of singular hero with a decent sort of um rogues gallery i think it's just perfect for him you, you get a good writer with it as well get him together with something like that i think it could be something special okay cool that's mine daniel i would go someone from the time artist wise that'd be uh joe madariah doing Okay, uh, so he he, he was the sort of second or third wave at yeah. Image, wasn't he? But yeah, you get him in there originally, OG, OG Image, Man, one of the founders. Because he was one of the ones that um, was in Marvel as everyone else left, wasn't it? So he could, yeah. he bumped the numbers, didn't he? Like, um, obviously, just, you before, could be just fucking... before Age of Apocalypse, but like... Um, right, okay. You might yeah. as well just be printing money doing that. It yeah, that's true with him. sell like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. he... I know it's a bit acronist... Uh, but if you like had like Kirkman or Carl Starks writing that book, it'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, it'd be great. So we're all thinking of lifting the lifting the quality of the line, aren't we? There, yeah, really, you know, yeah. yeah. So this is how it's done. Like this is the fucking the the watermark, as it were. We got yeah. we got to clear this bar. What about you? Well, you, I've got rid of a team book. I think they were too team book heavy. Actually, I think they. They, that was a fault of it. Um, uh, in my head, occasionally I get mixed up between Wildcats. They come off because they were essentially ex exiles, weren't they? And it's like, right, yeah. I'm going to make my totally new like... and original team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it looks like the Morlocks or something. You know, yeah. it's like fucking that. It? But the I would um, at the time, roughly the time we had um, Burn doing Next Men. Yep. I would get Burn doing a team book there. Oh man, yeah. And I great. think that again, that would be a license to print money. He yeah. was a guy who was unhappy at Marvel, unhappy at DC, on and off, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think getting him on board to doing a team book at Image would have been a massive thing. Mm. He would be a big get for them. I know they almost got Claremont, didn't they? He almost walked across the road with them. Yeah, man, um, that'd have been fucking amazing. But I, I, yeah. I, but I think it was almost at that time he was kind of seen as like sort of the old school. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he, he was seen as a difficult bastard. Yeah, you know. Right, yeah, but I mean, in truth, he wasn't that old. I mean, he was still doing. Marvel and DC books, you know, just shortly before that, really. And um, I mean, it's only the 80s, and this we're only talking early 90s, was his heyday, you know, massive heyday was the 80s, mid-80s, late 80s, wasn't it? You know, so I think I think he would have been a difficult one. I think he would have fucking given a few of them a slap, um, probably fallen out with them all, <laughs> undoubtedly. But I think he's creatively, he'd have fitted in. He'd have been what the fanboys wanted because he's got that ability to do that quick style. He'd he'd have put more books out than the rest of them put together, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, I think all those books we've pitched there, I'd read them. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, you can't. Image was a lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that like, um, and I can say for a fact. You can't recreate that again because pop yeah. culture and the culture in general has changed. So, you know, we're seeing things like I mean, I spoke about like Ghost Machine, like like last last week. This this universe is filled with brilliant creators. You know, and you know all these like cliffhanger, all these di different. I mean, there's over so the years. many versions of it that came after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know it's definitely it, a, a, a time a moment in time yeah, and yeah. yes that moment's gone completely yeah but interesting it's all, times. now it's all now it's all crowdfunding yeah yeah it seems to be going that way yeah yeah, yeah. Which but, we'll probably get across the line for you if you've got a crowdfunder. Although, yeah. although perhaps, yeah. perhaps one day, <laughs> perhaps one day this this year, this sounds a bit mad, but perhaps we should have a because it is is it some sort of image anniversary this year or are they? Just, I think it was thirty two. Was thirty two? Like yeah, yeah. I think no. it's in June. Is it or is that really gone? Uh, I thought I saw Liefeld going on about it. On oh, okay. Can maybe just now. the year. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um but maybe later on in the year, just for a bit of fun. How about the awesome comics pod? We put something from the original we, lineup as well. We yeah. read those issue ones of all of those yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all yeah, of yeah. those series yeah. and do a little what works, what do you know. Are, are they all are, available to read? Are they all available? In, can, where can you get be. I know you can probably get it for four ninety nine, but where do you get um Young Blood One? Is it on Comicsology or? Or the version, whatever it's called. I now. imagine you imagine it'd be on some kind of service somewhere. Yeah, or not. <laughs> we we will we will. If you want to sell the ICs, I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will find out and we will um, read one. Let let me know um, what you think, folks. <laughs> I've got I've got a copy. Yeah, I've got a copy. Is in Young Bird One. It was a reverse issue. You could turn it over and you read the other other side. Was that one? I remember some of them were. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Interesting okay. times. Interesting times. Yes. Yeah, that was that was a nice little thing to think about, Tony. That was good. I Thank like, you. Yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed nice work. It. it just occurred to me this morning during one of mine and Dan's seven a.m. text yeah. exchanges. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it, it's it's interesting because I thought it was going to be we eliminated one straight away, and we were only left with four. Which one do we save, and the others get lost? Oh, I, well, I, I see. Thought, I thought yeah, which, yeah. which image book is left at the end, and if we take oh, okay. if, if we take that into account, Savage Dragon is the only one that's left. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it was if it was battle royale, if it was like you know, but we all picked the same one right safe, too. which we did. I mean, let's face it, what's left anyway? Savage Dragon and Spawn. Is there any of the other ones yeah. left? No, any of them are still going? Cyber Force still going? I don't know. I don't think they're still going. Mm-hmm. No. And a lot. So of, you, you backed one on Kickstarter v for Cyber Force. Uh, no, I remember when it, it came out on Kickstarter. I I think when they published it properly. That's a good ten years ago, isn't it? I reckon. Yeah, right. and, and I right. think I think when they published it, I thought, oh, Cyberforce, what's this like? And that's nah. the last I'm going to say about that, um, <laughs> because it was one of those um, changing everything. So you you know when you oh I remember this character. You're not the character I like. Yeah. Oh, I remember this character. Oh no, this is a completely different type of character. I remember that. Oh, you've just killed them. You know, and yeah. it was a real. I guess it was. As a fan of the old series, re- reading something when they completely put a new paint on it, it just wasn't for me. I hate these do people. Know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I hate this. I hate. Hate. <laughs> uh, I hate everything. <laughs> but we love comics. Apart yeah. From, apart too. from the ones we got apart, some coming up, we're going to talk about. Yeah. Apart from the yeah. ones we hate. Um, <laughs> Don't start on that. We've been no. very upbeat so far. No, we yeah, have we have been very yeah. upbeat. Uh, one thing that I thought was quite interesting is, is something, and just our last topic before we uh, get on to the shout-outs, uh, a little artistic endeavour that I threatened to do a few weeks ago. Oh, yes. I, yeah. I, think I, th- I think I threatened it on the WhatsApp. I didn't say it on the show, did I? I don't think I said it. I can't remember. Mm, I can't recall this if you mentioned it in passing. You. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you were like one of my French girls. You did post it on the socials, didn't you? I did post it on the socials because it was it became a little sort of 
design. Project. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, sorry. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A design yeah. project. And this was. I looked at a comic cover. I looked at um, Daredevil number five from Marvel Comics. When I was doing my good uh, on Marvel, they've reached number five with a comic. Well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to celebrate! Um, <laughs> but as as I was doing like my digital browse, as I always call it every week, and the cover thumbnails are always so important, even if they look fairly sort of generic sometimes. At least they're doing their job, you know. Hmm. A, lot, a lot of these things. One thing I've noticed about Marvel comics in specific recently is the laziness and the absolute um, lack of effort put into the furniture of a comic now that may sound strange to a lot of you like what are you talking about furniture um, we love the art that goes on about it. we've had several episodes about the art that goes into a, a comic book cover you know there's so there much are, to think around that people don't seem to be considering yeah, yeah, there's so much beautiful stuff, and certainly this cover I picked out for Daredevil number five had a, made you angry. the The image is beautiful. I love the image. It's John Romita Jr. It is She Hulk facing off against Daredevil. She's literally looking at him, and she's snapping one of his. What do they call them? Billy clubs. The Billy clubs. Yeah. She's literally snapping it, and you can see like it's a wonderful bit of art because you can see the sort of cable that's within the Billy club. You know, it's a brilliant John Romita. Uh, junior piece and the colour's nice you know just just really offset but then I saw two versions of this <laughs> and both of them literally just had the logo plonked on um, there's one where there's a Marvel logo just in the bottom right hand corner and the red daredevil seems to be tucked in the top left You can, so much so you can hardly read it because it's covering She-Hulk's hair and there's a, there's a big space. She has got good hair, to be fair. She's got she lovely yeah. hair. Yeah, lovely yeah. hair. And uh, I think the proper official one that was used by Marvel is little Marvel logo, top left, three names of the creators within the book, little box saying number five, and a Daredevil logo in white on the bottom right. Um, for me, neither of them worked. Both of them did a disservice to the actual artwork. It looked like they've got one of those sort of clean covers with no images on it, you know, the case you yeah. get as a variant. And then somebody thought, oh, fucking, we won't do that. We'll just yeah. put that logo yeah. on it there. Yeah. 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 If you saw this as a physical cover, but the front cover was a, a clear piece of uh, polythene, you know, um, you know, plastic with the logos on, and you could turn that over and just see this piece of art on its own, Yeah, that's fine. But as this thumbnail, it just... All of a sudden, the alarms, all the design alarms, went off in my head, and I, yeah. I just immediately went, "I've got to tell the lads about this." This I'm, is wrong. I'm this irrationally wrong. fuming about this. You spent hours on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and then I, I just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I think a, a couple of weeks passed, and then I just thought, I'm just going to take a couple of hours, um, and literally just get get a couple of logos, and just and just take this bit of artwork, and see if I can create another version of this cover. Just as an experiment, it it wasn't sort of like I'm doing better than these people. It was like okay, let's 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 try this. So I I put together a cover that had because I'm just old school. I just probably gave it away anyway because I'm old school and I like the the box on the top left. Corner box. We yeah, all like corner, corner boxes. Don't we? The yeah. corner boxes. I did my own sort of version of that. That tried to modernise it by putting a little QR code that would lead, that would you could scan and lead you to the actual. Uh, Marvel page about this issue 
Um, even had the the number and the month, but it was essentially. And I think I used. Uh, I can't forgive me. I can't remember the artist now, but I saw that it was a it was an actual variant cover that was a take on one of the classic corner boxes. Okay. Um, and I thought that's brilliant, so I just used that. So it's a modern version of an old corner box. So I used that in the top left. Um, I found the She Hulk logo, so I did a I did a classic guest starring She Hulk, which wasn't put on this cover. I put words over things. Um, I moved the image down a little bit just so I could put the logo, the the actual sort of um, logo itself, which Daredevil, the man without fear, I found an old logo, which I don't think is the, the current one. Put that where it normally is because, you know, I think as comic fans, we kind of know where we're looking, don't we, in terms of, yeah. especially with Marvel. And then I added a very 90s look. <laughs> looking bit of text um to make it a little bit classic just to and i just put from fen from friend to foe you know to give a little hint to you know what's going on in this issue because the image immediately has she hulk smashing his billy club and looking him in the eye so there's a bit of a story being told there but that's definitely meant to be a cock <laughs> <laughs> but i put the three next to each other and i just sort of i on social media i don't have them massive reach on social media especially because I don't use it often I put it on the slack as well just sort of saying look at these three covers which of these works better as a, a cover that would get you to pick the issue up off the shelf now and I did a little poll on Twitter as well of which had 76 votes so thank you to anyone that voted I think there are some people that don't know me but you know because it got retweeted a couple of times and uh, so there was a, the one with the red logo in the bo- in the top left. B was the um, white logo in the bottom right, and C was the new the version that I did. Um, and the question was, which Daredevil five cover works best? A got two point six votes. Two point six percent of the votes went to A, which kind of surprised me that that anybody voted for that one. But that's people just do it to be fuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. B got eighteen point four percent of the vote. And C got seventy eight point nine percent of the vote. So, so this unprofessional yeah, bloke, uh, this unprofessional person, this hobbyist who just um, wanted to try and make it look like a comic book, that seemed to be the one that a lot of people liked. But I can understand where some people um, put some comments in it, and certainly Jason McNamara picked B. And Jason, I know you're a friend of the show. When I, I can understand. I, th- I think one of the things that B has going for it which you lose a bit in the one that I did, is the Daredevil logo is, is clear. It's in white. It's, you know, it, it does it does stand out. You immediate, I can read the word Daredevil quite clearly on it. Because I used a red sort of logo on mine, gets lost a little bit maybe. You know, so there are these things. I mean, no okay. covers no covers ever, ever perfect. Well, someone said, genuine question. Uh, this is earthbound underscore M. Genuine question. When I open the book, will the art be similar to this? <laughs> <laughs> Who do they think you are? Jim uh, Pewter. <laughs> um, so, someone said C feels like a comic book to me. And I just thought it it was... Um, it was and there's that other person who said, do you want to meet Russian girls? Yeah, well, that was, that, yeah. I, they, were the, they were the only one I responded to. Responded to them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What was that noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, it's, it was just interesting that I mean I only took I, I didn't take too long with this I didn't spend like hours and hours it was just a just a little bit of effort 
to try and take a, a bit of artwork, try and do a bit of just justice for the cover. Um, what did you, Jen? I mean, you, you were aware of I was doing this, and I just sort of said, "Oh, look yeah. at this! I've done this." What was your, what were your thoughts about this? I mean, the thing is, I think I'm a bit numb to it, man, because I mm. see so, because I'm probably more Paulist guy. Yeah. I, I see, I'm numb to this because I see that all the time. Yeah. Right. I think covers are a terrible situation. One of the best books at the moment from Marvel is is Avengers Twilight, I think it's called, and the, the covers are just boring. They look like someone's just pulled them out of the page. Is that, of is that the one that's just started? Yeah, the two issues start? come out. Yeah, Hang and on, it's. I've got, I've got, keep talking yeah. I, I've got to Google this because that might have been one I was going to do ah uh, okay it's just sort of this really blurry picture of Captain America in a weird costume and it just looks like a filler book to me yeah right. that, until that someone is. said no this is good you need to read this I went okay yeah the issue one cover of that was um, I think is that um, oh god I've forgotten the artist now I think it's Alex Ross isn't it Alex Ross cover um, yeah. another one of those I know he's wearing a, a, a different sort of costume but I have no problem with the artwork. But the the creation and the logo and everything else just look really disjointed and like who it, is who is t- ever going to t- pick this up? But this is there's a real high concept to that comic that is not communicated by that image, yeah, and it's not pushing anyone into buying it. So I think when you, just to answer your question, I think I'm so numb to this bullshit. And well, I mean, no, I know we talk about comics a lot. I know we talk about um, comic covers an awful lot. And having worked at a comic company and worked for other comic companies i know that people at comic companies do not talk about covers as much as we do or as much as the right. slack the slack yeah. crowd do yeah. so i know they don't always appreciate it because they're often they're youngsters and you know the editors are quite young now and they, they're probably not that experienced in stuff but they need to really start thinking about cover because yeah. it's the only thing that's going to sell these books i mean look at global comics look at the kindle stuff at the moment that's the only thing you see it is uh, it, it is an afterthought and and a cover. I mean, we get the don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, that's how how important a fucking but it's cover so, to be. Yeah, it's so untrue that because we do all yeah. the time every yeah, day, yeah, don't yeah, we? You yeah. know, it's like yeah. yeah. And it's such a shame. And for me, Marvel is the biggest culprit of this. If I can just I mean, look at that image of Avengers okay. Twilight number one. Tony, you've told me a bit about this story which Gives me more info about that story than yeah. This I was, I was ranting about how great it was when we yeah. were off mic earlier. Wasn't yeah, we? yeah. But that um, tells you nothing about it. What I told you, you would not get from that image. Yeah. In fact, that image isn't in the comic. Yeah. Same as issue two. <laughs> that image isn't in the comic. Not only that, it's, it's completely different the character. Weakness, the weakness that they've put on. Um, once again, the, the furniture, the logo. Do you know what I mean? Avengers Twilight. It looks like something you don't need to pick up. Yeah, it, it, it looks it, like a sort of third string x book you know which you know isn't really you don't really need to read it to know what's going on in There's the main no book. emphasis on the avengers and you know what yeah. i mean they just a feel of that you know? There's and let's face it, most people who buy comics don't listen to podcasts. They don't read no. blurbs. No, 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 that no, no, they no, don't yeah. read, you know, previews. They don't know. They're just going to buy it off the fact. Oh, this looks fun. Oh, Captain America. The thing is, they put like Captain America, like in it. Captain in the first issue of that, Captain America is old and he gets his powers back and he's built. The Akuna art in it is fucking astounding and he's a built bastard. Mm. And if they had that on the cover, you go, oh my god, what is this? And it's no. not across the because there. I mean, I was looking like a, like the whole line, and there's some, you know, the artists have clearly thought about what's going into the cover, and so it's not across the board. It's not like, but there are. But look, look at the cover. Look at cover two, the Iron Man one. Um, have you got that one in front of you? Um, I think um, Twilight Two. I'm just gonna bring it up now. Yeah, have, have a look at that, guys, if you can. Um, I'll right. show it on the camera, but mine's downstairs. Now that right. that that doesn't happen in the comic either. Right. That's not in the comic. 
I, I tell you another thing um, about this. Is he just standing there? It kind of looks like we're hovering or something, isn't it? Yeah, with a, with a blurry background. Yeah. That's the thing about a lot of these works as well. There's a lot of these pieces... There's a lot of... Um, these covers, with uh, all due respect to the series, they look like trading cards, right? Yeah. yeah. This is the stuff that was on trading cards before. And even looking at issue one, there is... The artist has created it, and there's space everywhere around this character that you can do something with stock and yet, image and yet they've just plonked, yeah. they've just plonked a logo in probably the worst place it. also the the logo's on the far the far right on <laughs> issue one and then on the left on issue two what the f- i don't know what's going so on there's there. no May. fucking it's so frustrating you yeah, know? i almost feel like we're in that that south park fucking thing where somebody yeah. says just put Captain America on the cover of cell. I don't yeah, care which. It's version. exactly what it yeah. is, and and the logo is yeah. just sort of like, yeah, just plonk it wherever. Because we're we're in the land of variant covers as well, so it's like that sort of, especially with books like this. I can see when I just googled issue two, there's three or four versions of it. I think there's a couple oh, right. of versions of it. It's another issue one's of... got like an OG backup, like a reprint backup in it. It's so much happens in that first issue. Uh, like Captain America is the main character, but you got Luke Cage, you got. Um, Spoilers, Matt Murdock gets killed. You watch Spider-Man die. The, the things that happen in that comic, you think, and that's what you've gone with. Yeah. 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 There's that kind of the whole telling the story on the covers is out the fucking window. Yeah, or trying to get people to buy it on what's on the yeah. cover as well. It's just absolutely out the window. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was... Honestly, I might try it again with these covers, and I don't mean. Yeah. I the thing about I'd recommend you buying that book actually because I yeah. think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, it's and just the, an experiment. Yeah, the thing the thing about it is, and I want to be very clear about this: the artwork on these covers is pretty beautiful. Yeah, like, it's not it's, bad it's artwork; it's just not a cover. But what they're doing around it is doing disservice to it, and the fact that I mean, obviously, we're talking about big companies; they don't care. Don't, no one's going. They're not going to listen to this fucking podcast and change their ways. But it's the fact that 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 little Marvel logo is just tucked in the bottom, or or in the top top left or whatever. It's just that little. It's like no, no. It, uh, there's got to be a point where it's like enough. If you are a brand. Treat yourself like a fucking brand, it's, and fucking it's strange because me and you from the design background, yeah, Vince, yeah. like seeing that is just completely alien to me. Yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. look, there's so much room on that cover that's doing nothing, yeah. and the fact that like Avengers Twilight is just in a very basic text, <laughs> yeah, in, in in the A, it sounds like an event book. The way you're talking about it, it sounds really good to me. I'm like, you know, this sounds like an event treat it like a fucking event not like an afterthought yeah, i'd have that massive yeah. a behind him on the top left yeah there's so many elements in that i'd change i'm yeah. sure you're going to give that a go v yeah yeah when I, you do I, it v go get the comic and look at the look at the steve rogers inside it right and do it from that that's what i'd recommend yeah don't just play yeah. with that stock image yeah okay um yeah yeah you can do it. You can do what you fucking like, but yeah, that's just yeah. kind of how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see. We'll see. There, there'll be a lot. There'll, there'll be a lot of poor photoshopping on it. Don't trust me, folks. But um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I, I just thought it's fascinating that there are, there are work works here that are, that people are genuinely putting effort into. These creative teams are putting effort. I know when it gets to a certain stage, it's just product. But as you said, Tony, you know, Akona and Zdarsky and and the whole creative team are clearly they're going for it with this book yeah. and there are people 
that will not read it because I think Jordan Jordan was mm. talking about it on the Slack. I hope he doesn't mind me saying, but he yeah. said he spoke to Akuna about it, and Akuna said he's, he's you know, it's been he's put some massive effort into drawing that. Yeah, and it yeah. tells. I think it's my favourite work of his. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and I'm not a massive Zdarsky fan. I like some of his stuff. I don't like some yeah. of it, but this is good. This is solid. Yeah. This is yeah. proper writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. It's interesting how some of these big books, they just they fall at these hurdles. You know, probably because they think, well, people go read it because it's the Avengers. That's that. You know, people are just going to read it. Um, the only reason I'm going to read it is because Tony's told me to read it. It's we sim- we take each sim- other's advice on it, yeah. don't we? It's been it's, it's been what, the nine time. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of recommendations, we're going to get into them pretty soon. But um, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> let us know what. Um, obviously, if I put the in the Slack, it's in the rant channel. But uh, <laughs> there's been quite a lot in there since then. Yeah, it's been a busy yeah. ranting. And, and, week. and you can <laughs> see, you can find it on my uh, my ex uh, well, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, ooh, uh, um, but yeah, it was just interesting to get people's thoughts from. You know, I can see, I can see when people. It wasn't like, oh god, people didn't vote for mine. I can understand where they're coming from as well. It was, it was just fascinating, you know. Um, I just feel bad for that piece of artwork because I really like that. She, she Hulk Daredevil cover. <laughs> There's something about two faces up close on the cover. I don't yeah. mind. I quite like that. As a, as, as especially yeah. when it's two characters that are friends and they look like they're about to fight. Immediately, or, it's all like, what? Or go- she's breaking his cock. Oh, indeed. <laughs> That's how I read into that. Indeed, indeed. We've all been there. Mm. What? Lord. What? Lord above. <laughs> Speaking of things that make a shout, do we have any shout acts this week, I, I do. So big congratulations to Eamon Clark, our buddy. On Yay. He's just published his 250th episode of the Mega City Book Club, a recommendation hey, well that we will never hey, stop giving nice you. Um, sadly, for that episode, he had me on it. So as a... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Condolences. But, yeah, but that episode is me and him, you like this, sitting in an Angoulême... Uh, having breakfast, croissant and coffee, discussing Angoulême, the Angoulême Festival. Oh, come on. Posey Simmons win and stuff like that. And it's a really, really little fun one we had. I rant a bit and he rants a bit, but it's... Sitting outside a brasserie, Mm -hmm. eating croissants and sipping sipping. Café Noir. Just uh, hearing you two absolute Londoners say that is just (laughs) hilarious. You should have heard me trying to order in France, man. You'd have pissed your pants. (laughs) Um, Excusez-moi, senor... Senor, and yeah. coffee, por favor. I did that in the local cafe. <laughs> what? I did that in the cafe earlier. I was snapping my yeah. fingers and saying "Darson," and he's like, yeah. "Mate, fucking shut up." Shut yeah. up. Anyway, so um, uh, a big shout out to Adrian. Um, it's uh, who helped me on a project this week. It's um, it's a funny old game, this, isn't it? And um, it was nice to meet someone who's a true professional. He, he, he really, really helped me out. Um, as we've already said, go back and listen to last week's pod. If you um, if you missed it, it's uh, one of our favourite people in the world. Bob Fingerman talks about his career and then yeah. um, and, and his current art book, which is funding on Zoop. That's some business you're in. Um, we got some behind the scenes chat about it. It's going to be fucking great, and yeah. it is storming it. It's great to see mm. he's killing on Zoop. Um, we we came away from that interview with big grins on our faces. He's yeah. he's a geezer, top geezer. Yeah, there my ones. There you go, guys. Damn, what have you got? Uh, I'm continuing with the uh, hashtag oh, no. fan art feb. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been doing that. Like I took a, a shout out on Twitter and got a load of people's characters, and I'm working through the list. Tomorrow's Tony Esmond. Osmond. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Esmond. Nothing to do with me. Nothing, Nothing to do with you. Me. Yeah. Uh, oh, as as recommended by uh, Cliff. So he'll be popping up on the fifth of uh, Feb. 
Oh, so, nice. Cliff uh, is in in the UK, so beware. Ah, there you go. He can see it. He yeah. he, he recommended it. Uh, also, we've got Lawless Comic Con <laughs> 2024. Double treat by Hilton at Bristol. B51, uh, B516NJ. That's the 25th and 26th of May. Go see lawlesscomiccon.co.uk to find out more about that. <laughs> and uh, I did have a saying I said I was going to earlier in the show. Yeah. And should I say it now? It's a was Japanese that? proverb. Oh, yeah. And it says, if you sit by the river long enough, you'll see the body of your enemy float by. <laughs> so in moving Croydon? on. Is there a river in Croydon? What? I'm not sure. Either. Nah. No. A, it's a proverbial river. And we've I've sat on the bank this week and I've seen the body. <laughs> we haven't. We are yeah. getting out there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've seen that. Uh, we had a little celebration. We had, we had a croissant between us around that one. <laughs> Look, I got another sort of inspirational quote for you. Oh no! Um, Is it your mother? For, for any, yeah. for anyone, no. For anyone <laughs> struggling right now with their creative endeavours or just anything in general, just think about this: if the mountain was smooth, you wouldn't be able to climb it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> I prefer a landing strip. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about some comics to recommend to people? Yeah. Yes. Okay, we've got a few. This is a kind of special, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. We uh, we're going to jump in on some titles we found on Global Comics. Yeah. One of mine is yes. one of mine yeah. isn't. Yeah. yeah. So should yeah, I start yeah. with mine? Uh, I don't uh, yes. Start. Same as mine. Uh, is one of yours the same as mine, Tony? Or we? Or uh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Although I might jump in on yours because uh, we got a bit mad. We went a bit mad for that title, didn't we? This yeah, week. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me, sorry. So my first one is Artificial Issue 1. It's published by Bent Box Comics, and I read it on the Global Comics app, as we talked about it, written by Chris Ahara, art by Gabriel Foseca, who I think did the letters, although it's not very clear. Flats by Barlow Moreira. 39 pages, full colour. I think there's two versions of this on the app. There's like a, a chrome one with less colour in it, I think. That's right. Um, it was obviously, I'm guessing, first produced as a Kickstarter because it's got that thank you page on it. With lots of names, which you can always okay. tell as a Kickstarter comic because it's got those names on it, isn't it? It's a bit of a weird one. Um, this is a curious and a surprising beast for me, this one. If you look at the summary of this comic, it bears no fucking resemblance to what the comic's about and had me immediately confused. By the time I finished the comic, I realised what they were going on about. But halfway through the comic, I'm like, what What does this even mean? I don't know what this means, um, which is it's a weird one. Um it opens in France, 1889, in a cafe, and Vincent van Gogh is painting at his easel in the street just underneath an awning that is keeping him um, dry from the rain. Uh, a mother tells her son to keep away from Vincent as he is a bit odd, and he's a lonely man, and we get a sense of his life in a letter he wrote to his brother Theo. I'm guessing there is uh, this is historically accurate at this point in the story. Theo was his brother. I had to look it up, but he, yeah, he was, and I guess he, he wrote a number of letters to him. Um, so nothing unusual at the moment. We've got uh, what is... A comic about quite common in Europe. This isn't it. They do they do sort of comics about characters and artists and this sort of thing. So although this isn't a European comic, it's it's not uncommon. We we see this a lot. Um, as we know from history, Van Gogh wasn't a happy man. He shuns those trying to get close to him, and we see that his neighbour Paul and Clementine, a woman selling fruit in the street, um, 
he, 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 they try to be friendly to him, but he kind of pushes them away. And at this point, I'm thinking, this is interesting. It's turning into quite an interesting biography of the painter. I think there's been quite a lot about Van Gogh over the years, especially in the last 10 years. There's been a few documentaries I've seen. There's obviously it got that pushed in it from the big and very well-made Doctor Who episode with him in and stuff. Um, so from sort of more of a pop media type thing. But suddenly, out of the, he's there painting, and he goes to this cornfield, and he's painting. And then suddenly, I'm thinking, okay, I get this. I'm enjoying this. The art's lovely, and what there's some some use of the style of Van Gogh in the artwork as well. Um, Van Gogh sees things differently, so the sky is 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 almost like um, similar to how he draws it in, in how he paints it in his art. And then suddenly, out of the surrounding <clears throat> cornfield, um, a load of sort of techno zombies come running out. Um, and one of them opens its mouth to reveal a sort of techno head, organic face. Um, looks a bit like Warlock from New Mutants. Got that feel to it. Okay, all right. Um, and Van Gogh fires his gun, blows a couple of their heads off. Uh, he runs out of bullets. <clears throat> he runs into a street, and he runs into a street in a world more like our own. Drones scan for him, and he reaches the crest of a hill, um, and believing he's lost his mind, and he's rescued by a woman called Dalfina. And they try to get out of harm's way. And there's a bearded man in medieval dress who jumps out from the shadows and attempts to, and also attempts to kill Vincent. Or they think this might be a mistake. And I'm like, oh, we went there. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. It looks lovely. It's very well drawn. A real caricature look to it. Um, who's the guy who drew Airboy that we loved a few years ago? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I'm just thinking, just occurred to me a bit like his, his work. Um, <clears throat> The use of colours really interesting. Um, the use of the colours in uh, Van Gogh's paint work is paralleled and copied almost and homaged. And there's a view from Van Gogh's eyes almost, so we get a POV kind of point on it. Um, and it's really interesting. It <clears throat> extremely exaggerated style. Um, it's not manga emotion, but there's a, there's a lovely bit of caricature emotion in it. Um, but all, all honest, in all honesty, I found it massively jarring. Suddenly, in the middle of it, it turns into this sort of cyberpunk thing, and I'm like, oh, really? "Okay, well, that's where they've gone with it. That's their, obviously their complete choice to do that." And this is just the first issue, so there's no second issue on here. So I'm guessing it's going to follow that track and develop it more in the second issue. But honestly, I think it's about global comics. I don't know about you, you guys, where we, we were saying this earlier, actually, we didn't really read the summary of things. We're just jumping in and reading stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I expect if you backed the Kickstarter, you'd known this was coming, I'm going to say. But uh, it was a surprise to me. And uh, it may get better, it may get worse. You know, comics is comics, isn't it? But I like the way they developed the character. I like the sort of melancholy, melancholic character, that the, the tortured artist thing that they had going on. And suddenly he's turned into this sort of desperate action character running away from these these things. And, uh, yeah, um, I think maybe part of me thinks I've had enough of cyberpunk. I don't know. It was a thing for a few years, wasn't it? It seems to be you couldn't go to a it, comic shop and It was the it. hotness. It kind of... Yeah. It's kind of on... Well, like all these things, isn't they? They kind of... Yeah. We see zombie, up, zombies come and go on. and yeah. all this sort of thing, don't we? It, yeah, but... Um, the way it's going to be the way, isn't it? It's it, from a craft point of view, it's good. It's good, and it's well put together, and I enjoyed it. Um, from a oh, you know, if you're reading, if you're reading a comic about Pride and Prejudice, you you don't want it to turn into a 
porn comics suddenly, do you? I don't know, I know it's slightly different. No, example, yeah, but no. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, it's it's very well made. It's 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 very well drawn. Um, the sequential work is is good. Yeah. There's that writing advice, isn't it? That like you can't just throw a scene in there where the story gets turned on its head. You need to have that set up yeah. at the beginning, even if it's a slight <laughs> nod to it. Like we yeah. watch we watch Predator, Predator last night. And there's that small little sequence at the beginning where you see the ship drop off something on the planet and it's yeah. like right, aliens are involved, but the predator doesn't turn up for like 20 years. Yeah, it might be that I missed something. I don't know. But uh, if I did miss it, then other people will miss it. But this for it to turn up, like, you know, like in Dust Till Dawn, uh, when suddenly there's vampires, there's no mention of that. That yeah. works for that film because it's a bit kind of like, you know, but uh, yeah, it can but, be jarring. But with the yeah. the thing about something like that, you, you know, sort of going into it as well. You know, there was always, but maybe that was with Dust Till Dawn, it was marketed in such a way that you couldn't help but know a little bit of. I can't imagine being yeah. someone that I think well, it because I, I just went and saw it blind from Dust Till Dawn. Right. Uh, um, Some of the vampires kicked off the time, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It just so it went, starts went, off oh, like a classic Tarantino film, like a crime cape, and then suddenly yeah. it's. And Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I remember the girl I was with. She screamed and hid her nose under my armpit and couldn't believe it because she doesn't like horror films. She oh, thought it was a crime is, film. But yeah, here we go. All right, so yeah. oh, that's a dangerous. Um, I mean, like, yeah. if you you kind of had some like comic going a certain way, and then suddenly there's lasers and robots. Then like, what? What? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah you know, I'm going to watch this episode yeah. of EastEnders. Yeah. Next thing you know, yeah, it, spaceship it, it, it is a dangerous thing. Like I've I've talked many times about. I just picked up this comic and i'm just reading it the synopsis will spoil it yeah um sometimes that's that. an absolute joy sometimes that you know you discover some absolute gems because of that because you know nothing about it yeah and other times it's always like that for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. and other yeah. times it's like when it does take a left turn a sharp left turn it can <laughs> really spoil the experience sometimes can't it? there were some bits in this where van goes you know he's walking through the rain and it's really beautiful, and I was thinking, this is lovely. I like this sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, there were there were there was a real intention to mirror him in in his work in the story and stuff. And I, and then next, you know, oh fucking, and there we go. It's gone cyberpunk, boring. You know, it's a bit there. I think that was just yeah. my. It's it, we we all take it on our own heads, don't we? We all we all impress ourselves onto a story, and just kind of nah, it won't for me. But it's well made. Put it that way. Yeah. yeah have a look yeah. at it if you have got the Global Comics app. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, my first one, guys. And uh, Dan, what's your one? Uh, my one is one called The Jump uh, from Wesley Griffith Comics. I think he's the writer creator of it. And the description goes, a chain of violent chaotic events are set in motion when a low-level gangster begs his neighbor to jumpstart his broken-down car, which is interesting. It starts off with a bloody shootout where there's these two motorcycle riders with their helmets on. You don't see their identities, and they race up on a... a a van driver he's got loads of bags in the back and there's like a, a, a shootout with shotguns blood everywhere police turning up and it's all gone wrong and you're like what, what the fuck has happened here uh, it cuts to uh, 20 minutes earlier and you're introduced to the main character and he's trying to he's been thinking about this this uh robbery and he's he's one of the stick-up men so you think and he's got to be there in 20 minutes for it all to kick off, get ready. And they're going to do this robbery and he can't get his car started. And it starts a series of events where he's going around his various neighbors saying, like, I need a jump. Like my car's knackered. I've got to be here. And the, the, the clock's ticking and I won't spoil the end of it. He goes to one of his, his next door neighbors who he doesn't particularly get on well with a couple. And they said like, we know you're doing a heist. You're, the walls in here are fucking thin as shit. 
and we want yeah. half half of your take if we do this. And he's like, oh, fuck's sake, all right, I'll do it, fine. <laughs> so he gets the car started, and when he's driving, he's like, right, I'm just going to have to kill them at the end of it. And it goes on from there, but there's different bits in the story where it's quite nice, as in, I'm not even sure if he's on the robbery, because the way the comic ends, it it plays back stuff that happened at the start. And it's like, well, how could he be if this has happened? But I think it's a standalone, so you don't ever get to know okay. how it how it plays out. But it's a fun every, every page is six panels. So uh, by, okay. three by two. So it's really really fun. It's absolutely great. It's got a very underground feel. Very yeah, kind it has, of, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh I just blazed for it. It's the first one I read when I got at comics, uh Global Comics, and I really enjoyed it. And he's it's a free one on there because you don't have to have a subscription to read all the comics on Comics Global Comics. Yeah, some free ones on there. Yeah, some free ones. And this is one of the titles. So if you want to check out the book and the app to see how you get on with it, this would be a, a good one to give Thank it a go. Chairman. Yeah. Nice. So jump from Wesley Griffith Comics. Nice. Uh, my one is a book from uh, Source Point Press. Um, yes. A publisher that has been mentioned a couple of times and will probably be mentioned a few times times again in the future um written by garrett gunn and christina blanche art and colors by kit wallace lettering and design by dave lentz uh, the original character design was by kit wallace and garrett gunn this is good boy um a series that was brought to my attention by one mr tony esmond <laughs> now uh the synopsis for this, set in a world where humans and dogs are equals, Good Boy is a thrill-packed treat for anyone who loves action, dogs and good stories. Flint Sparks and his human John, both former mercenaries, have settled down in quiet retirement from an industry where the job is supposed to be forever. But unlike anyone before, they found a way out. However, this new life, filled with peace and joy, is not to be. In the dead of night, some of their former colleagues who disagree with their decision to retire break into their home and murder John, leaving Flint alive in the bloody aftermath. That was their first mistake, but don't worry, they haven't seen anything yet. Um, <laughs> if some of that seems surprisingly uh, familiar <laughs> to you, um, it's because a good boy is essentially John Wick, but species reversal. <laughs> In the reverse. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if, if John Wick's dog had to get vengeance for John Wick being killed. Yeah. And John Wick's dog was anthropomorphic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, but also at the same time, at certain like at the it doesn't start, care about that though. It just no. it just goes with it. I don't, go, yeah, there's no like oh yeah we no no we're not really doing that. They just they live they go for they it. There is a it, line yeah. where the one of the that the girl gets tied up and she goes yeah some animals are anthropomorphic and then that's it. Then you yeah, do wrong. Say um, it's such a brilliant fucking line. I mean this. Uh, this is the first uh, three issues, sort of volumes, I, I think, of Good Boy that I read through. Yeah, it's... so you got volumes one, you got series one and two, and then you got Prodigal, yeah, Good Boy Prodigal, which I think deals partly with his son. Yeah, um, there is a um... oh yes, this this the, uh, gas station just after, um, as, as Dan said, someone was sort of kidnapped, and the cops are talking to the girl afterwards. And then the giant crazy dog assassins fought to the death. I don't know why you're acting so suspicious of me. You know anthropomorphic characters exist in this literary universe. Yeah. <laughs> so there and is... they also bang women. <laughs> there yeah. is, yeah. 
there is um very much it's just wearing its heart on its sleeve it's uh it's a homage and a love letter with a little bit of parody and it's just fucking so mm. much fun. I had to keep checking that this wasn't written by Cole Starks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cuz uh, that whole line there is just like this is happening. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just drops you in it. And that's yeah. the thing you just go with the ride it's fun. It's, yeah. There's no there's no real depth yeah. to it, is there? It's just yeah. a fun book. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, like John Wick. There's no real massive depth to it, is no. it? It's just no. fun. It's just one of those right, it's just a badass about to take down a load of baddies that's what we want to see deliver it and it delivers it and this book is like yeah we're just gonna do exactly the same we're gonna lean into the action cliches go over the top with language violence and all and people like just get their heads taken off holes blown through them all kinds of stuff Um, there's a little bit of black sand in there for me as well yeah yeah i I think definitely the artistic influence on uh flint himself the way he's sort of stood there there is a brilliant shot of um it seems all the villains as well, they've got their own dogs. They seem to have a dog with them. Or And there is a bad guy that's got a scar on his face and he's partnered with a dog. And when you see the shot of the dog in a sh- in the back of a sort of a limo, it's like a... It's not, is it a Doberman? It's something like that, isn't it? And it's just... Right. But it's completely in shadow and it just says the reveal of that dog sat there in, like a, in a suit. That is very Black Sad-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start getting out to the other species as well, because the cat turns up at one point and different kinds of dogs, aren't there? Yeah, it really reminded me of that. But in a much more um, Carl Starks kind of cartooning style. It's not fully painted or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Great use of rain. Love the rain in those first few issues. Great energy. um, Just um, a lot of fun, a lot of violence. if you if you know the John Wick universe, it actually it follows that path pretty quickly. You know, even though it, it, it's telling its own story, but exactly the same story. That's a hard thing that you you got to see it for yourself. But you, if you don't know the films, you can still enjoy this because Tony hadn't w- watched the films, and he no. In fact, it's it's what made because I've obviously avoided watching the film because uh, the dog dies. But it's the only thing that made. So I watched the first two yesterday after reading this in the morning. Yeah. Um, I fast forwarded through that that bit. Yeah. But so uh, yeah, just as yeah. I understood the references, which, which they don't glorify, and they're very sort of like, aren't dogs lovely? And watch them. Well, to be fair, you get, he gets a dog at the end of the first yeah. film, which I kind of yeah. went, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And um, what? And for most of the time, um, that dog's called a good boy, which yeah. I think <laughs> is um, therefore how they got the name of this series. Even like the that, Go on, that line there when he puts the. Uh... He's talking to like his his deceased master. He puts the collar on the grave. He's like, "I'm not a good boy anymore." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's just great fun action comics. Um, I didn't know about this. Obviously, it had a Kickstarter. Me neither. Then, yeah, um, I'm like, read it, read it, read it, read it. Oh no, yesterday morning, I'm like, fucking hell, come on, guys, come on, guys, we haven't read it seen, yet. It was a bit like that. The, the director's cut, Tony. Yes, that's the one with the uh, stray. It's got the Tony Fleece backup in it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's got a couple. Yeah, it's got a couple of sort of backups. It's a bit of commentary and stuff in it. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's some commentary. scripts and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first page of it did actually sort of make me laugh. Well, make me smile because the first page seems to be like a WhatsApp or like a conversation between the creators, where um, they're just sort of saying, "Tell me about the director's cut." Uh, LMFAO, Christie's in charge of that. Oh Christ. It's basically Kickstarter number one with all the bonus content. All the words, plus Christy is going to add some commentary. And there it is. And then, then right. you, just, you literally just see the pages and there is commentary underneath it. It's, 
it's so that's I, right i quite like when, you, when you're getting it on an app and you're not paying extra fee i don't mind yeah, i like that yeah so. yeah yeah so it certainly um got me to notice these creators in this fun little story and that's me too man so, yeah me too so. and to notice um the, the publisher as well i'll go back and look and see what else mm. they've got yeah 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 so yeah good boy um from source point press okay what have we got next so uh, last I've, one's from I've, me have you got, got another one i've got another one but you go first tony Okay, so uh, is yours Global Comics, by the way? Or do you want to do... No, my... I'll do my one anyway, Good so let me do this. Good Global then. Comics, but my last one is my issue one. Gonna... Oh, okay, cool. So this one is, I'm going to title it Josh Bayer Arse Blood. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this section. Um, and I feel like we don't talk about him enough. I'm a massive fan of his. I know there's some people on the Slack who enjoy his work as well. And But I, don't, I, I try to keep up with it all. There's, there's, he's, he's very active on uh, Instagram and very active in print. He posted another video this week, which I also posted on the Slack of him drawing, and I, I just I can't explain how much I just love watching it. He just he's got this sort of magnificent confidence where he just goes in with ink, you know these fucking wunderkind, you know these these amazing people who can just go straight in and lay stuff down in ink. You know they've got this sort of Marfords like that, isn't it? They just you just watch them, and they uh, I saw Brendan McCarthy do it once, and um, there's an instinctual line, at, but um, very idiosyncratic with him he's there's 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 very few things like him out there um i don't draw but i find him from a creative point of view a massive inspiration to watch and and, and listen to um as he occasionally as uh behind the scenes we have a little chuckle at autobiographical creators on here don't we yes um, we, we kind of <laughs> chuckle that they they kind of put the best of themselves out there they don't it, it's a thing again isn't it it comes and goes autobiocomics but it seems like people are just don't really do much in their lives and yeah. don't really want to show the bad side of themselves but we saw uh, one this week is that i'm gonna go to the shops yeah okay so is that is that, that it that's a comic okay. that was the comic wasn't it yeah, yeah. um and I, I just i think if you're going to do autobiographical comics you have to be prepared to reveal yourself um you, you there, there has to be like a at the core of an autobiographical comic has to be honesty i think and he does got to do something you got to be humorous yeah. or something but just yeah like just, like a, a bland kind of di descriptive diary comic of events that happened with no spin on it just yeah okay. I, don't, I don't yeah thank you as a drawing practice maybe but don't ask me to pay for it but yeah so fortunately josh baird does the absolute opposite and he's fearless in his revelation of himself you know and there's a sort of confessional element to it as well his, his honesty is, is is genuinely one of the things that makes me interested in him whether he's talking about himself or other people and he also talks a lot about that punk aesthetic that he's i think is occasionally missing from uk small press these days there's there's a along with that punk thing there's this sort of brutal raw dynamic to his work he he does stuff in black and white. He does stuff in color. Um, I like him. I like it all. The he goes in aggressively with each with the inks. He goes in aggressively with the color. He, there's no coloring on the lines. You know, it's just it just goes there for a, a full range of emotion. And in this autobiographical comic where he discovers he's got blood in his pants after doing a poo, that's <laughs> literally. I think there's nine or ten parts to it at the moment. Um, it goes from the awkward and the embarrassed and the real um, to this sort of and to the confessional to the almost like there's a, in a lot of his work there's almost this bombastic kirby-esque angriness like action there's there's this presence this broad angry man sometimes honest man sometimes but there's this personality to his work 
it is massively unorthodox. So I sent you guys a couple of pages of one of his books before he started, and there's 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 a definite strangeness to it. Um, but he's he he does he does so many things on a page. He's practical, abstract, functional. There's energy. It just you just get what he's communicating, which I th I think I really like about his stuff. There's off the page, you feel it coming at you. You, you there's a so no, it's 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 hard to see things these days that really surprise us, isn't there? That we haven't seen somewhere else before. I know we're lifers in this game, but we do see an awful lot. It's the same as what we saw yesterday. Yeah, it's the same as I mean, we saw two years if ago. If you yeah. kind of like that honesty and being real, that will cut through. It's yeah. kind of it, it will land. It's you can't it's that truth is stranger in the fiction, isn't it? Like telling yeah. the real stories is like there's something in here and we can all kind of relate. There's there's, there's this big theory um, around the, the use of memory and how moments of high emotion, whether you realise at the time or not when you're speaking to someone, do you, do you ever remember remembering a phrase from someone and you think, why did I remember that? Mm. And then suddenly later in life or years later, days later, whatever it's going to be, you kind of realise, oh, that's why I meant that. That's why it was a heightened emotion. That's why I remember it so vividly. And we, we don't remember every day getting in the car do we or driving to work because we do it every day but we might remember shouting at a driver or you know there's this sort of thing and i think that uh, emotional in art the emotionality in art i think communicates a, a memory to us and also gives us some a, a real feeling of, of it at the time um he's i met him at spx and he was i thought oh my god his skis is going to be fucking like man mountain tattoos and you know and but he was the nicest kid so like lovely <laughs> like absolutely lovely um I got unended off him there, uh, published on Un Uncivilized. Um, that is broadly an autobio comic, but deals with his relationship with his parents and an unfinished, an unfinished play he discovered that his father had written, which is a really interesting element to it. Um, that if you look at his Instagram, someone's animated it. And that right, gives okay. you a real sense of what it is about, weirdly. I don't know why, but it does. And I also got something, ab, ab simulation. And that's the stuff I sent you earlier. I drew a, I took a picture of a couple of the pages and sent it to you earlier. Um, oh, so if you're going to get into his work, get into his Instagram, go and have a look at it and you'll see what he's like. And then, and then Absilimation will, will be the one, the next one you can get because it's little bites. He did that ROM comic. Do you remember I talked about it a couple of years ago? We did this like crazy version of ROM um, <laughs> just because he fucking fancied it. Um, you can go to Josh M. Bayer on Instagram um, and read his current story about, about him doing a poo and blood coming out. Um, it's a moment where he's teaching because he does a lot of art teaching. He's teaching his students and he's you can he's thinking to himself, don't mention the blood in my poo, don't mention the blood in the poo, don't mention the blood in my poo. Oh, I did a poo and blood came out. And they were like, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And he said, why did I say that? Do you ever do that? Well, you think, I can't say that, I can't say that, I can't say that. And, but the self-destructive nature in us all says it. But uh, it's a bit like that time I confessed about how I'd eaten too much beetroot and I thought I was going to die. Do you remember that story? I um, do remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Josh is Josh is maybe I should do a comic about the beetroot incident. It's uh, completely it's gonna die if he's going out red. I've kept it to myself for ages, maybe for really bad. Well, I said, I said to my partner, now our four said, or five listeners, no, yeah, I know, yeah, I said to my partner, I, I think I'm bleeding out of my bum hole, and she said, uh, you had beetroot, you idiot, and I went. Oh, is that the reason? Oh, yeah, Fucking everything solved, didn't yeah. it? Everything yeah. solved. Yeah. Tony. Um, yeah. You should have kept that to yourself. I don't no, care. That's right. fine. Overshare. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> and he runs uh, back to my my amazing review. Uh, he also he also edits for Floating World. Um, he also runs comics and art courses over Zoom. I uh, found someone actually, so it's very good. So you should have a look at that. You can go to joshbayer.storeenvy.com. You can buy his work, and he's got a, a number of very reasonably priced uh, pieces of art in there, of which one of them I bought today. And you can go to joshbayer.com. Um, have a look at nine, the numbers 92ny.org. You can find some of the details of his, some of his courses. He does comics and the graphic novel and cartooning for beginners. So go and have a look at that. Hey, Josh Bayer. And That's I've entitled this piece, Arse Blood. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely. Well, my issue going from that, going to one bloody topic to another, uh, <laughs> my issue one is a very bloody and uh, dark and gruesome issue one. Uh, put out by Oni Press. This is, we. I think we spoke about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Right. This Invasive, number one. Um, okay. This is written by Cullen Bunn, illustrated by uh, Jesus Hervas, or Hervas, I hope I got that right. Uh, coloured by Dan Jackson, t- lettered by Taylor es- Esposito. Um, there's lots of variant covers, as there always is with um, other sort of publishers. I find this is a pretty intense, uh, dark horror thriller book. Um, the story is this: Doctor Carrie Reynolds was a veteran trauma surgeon with a godlike mastery of muscle and bone, but outside the operating room, her rigidly ordered life spiraled into chaos when her daughter, a recovering plastic plastic surgery addict, suddenly disappeared, only to mysteri- mysteriously reemerge in a catatonic state, her vocal cords removed. The latest in a series of victims, all scarred by a battery of brazenly cruel medical procedures that have baffled police and left an alarming number of once ordinary citizens mutilated or dead on arrival this is quite a long synopsis i'm gonna finish the last bit um it's surprisingly long but it's like the back of a book because deep beneath the streets of carry city a new kind of underground hospital has just opened its doors and once inside there are no rules no oaths and no taboo taboos too deep to not be broken together a new class of surgeon has sworn to pierce the final threshold of accepted medical orthodoxy one incision at a time the scalpel is their tool the alleys are their operating theater murder is their medicine and only carry can stop what they're planning next i mean that's like the back of a, v- of a vhs yeah. box that. Yeah. um and i was i was intrigued by this and i i heard i think cullen said on the show that it's one of the darkest things uh, upcoming on this series is one of the darkest things he's written and anyone that's written a uh, read a cullen bone horror book knows that that must be pretty fucking grim uh, and invasive number one is was brilliant um i picked it up on comicsology i think it's about one one pound 90 i think at the moment i think issue two's just just come out um, very dark uh, content matter, especially that world of people addicted to plastic surgery. You've heard, you hear of things like that, you know. So, yeah. A- anything involving surgery and stuff like Which that. Which botched? That's oh, a good series. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it jumps straight into it, like into one of those, it, like an AA kind of meeting. And uh, but there's people that are basically talking through the things that they like doing to themselves and just hearing it you know with this you know appropriately sort of disturbing art that is is not gratuitous but it is kind of upsetting there's someone that's just their face is almost skull like because they just 
kept having bits of their face taken off to shape their face. Some guy, he said it wasn't appearance he wanted to change. In these, in the words of the comic, it was my thoughts. It took six back back alley surgeries to fix my brain, and I'm scared the the bad thoughts will come back. So the guy's having brain surgery in the back, and it it goes into a, like a dark territory that I know. Just researching for a book like this, you probably you know dark webs and all that nonsense there's probably fucking, oh my god yeah you know that it, it's it, it's uh like every um good horror movie sometimes it's opening a door to some you know even if the story's slightly fantastical there's a bit more truth in it than you think that you know it's opening a door like a door or a window to so, something you don't think you know i can't imagine people being addicted to things like that um, mix that with something is very comic booky, like that. These surgeons, when you see these characters, they're almost they almost, they almost look like they should be working at a toxic waste plant because they've got like black sort of leather aprons. They've got these glowing gas mask like faces. Well, these these sort of gas masks with glowing red eyes. Um, so immediately, I just thought, oh, that's that's so that's so wonderfully comic book, and I like those moments that. Even if it feels like, oh, this 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 would make a good horror movie. This would make a good horror series. And then I I love seeing something that's like, oh, that's something you can only do in comics and get it done right. I love seeing that. And there's wonderful designs to this. Uh, and put on top of that, this mystery of trying to find out what's happening to people. Like there's this uh, detective trying to figure out um, like what's been happening because this, this girl's daughter, oh, she obviously had her vocal cords removed and she's been recovering. There's another guy um, who just constantly drawing. He he goes. To see, it's almost very Silence of the Lambs like in a way. He goes to see this person. He can't get any information out of this guy. There's a, a brilliantly affecting scene. Um, he's been visiting him, and he this guy is just drawing lots of things like the things he saw, like these dark shapes and like these these faces and things like that. And his face is sort of like tilted downwards in shadow, nice and sort of pulpy, and it looks you know satisfyingly dark and then there's a small panel underneath it just a, a it's a sort of a landscape sort of panel not too deep but you see the side profile of this person's face still in shadow and you can see that they have no jaw okay. and immediately right. it's one of those okay. oh f- fuck you know it, it's it's horrific without being gratuitous it's it's quite deeply affecting. It's not for the squeamish. It's it's um, it's pretty um, gory in places. There there is a it, there's a great cliffhanger at the end of issue one, where you see this hospital and it just says to be continued. And immediately as soon as I finished the the issue, I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to get a second one, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which Strain. is uh, just love it. It's. Um, I was very impressed by this, um, but it isn't squeamish because of the topics it's talking about. Um, a lot of like crime heads out there might love it, you know, the, you know the icky sort of crime lovers and stuff. And but I think it, it's worth exploring. I, I'm. I'm a bit. I'm a bit scared <laughs> if Cullen says this is some of his more twisted stuff. He's he's okay. done. Um, where are we going to go? But I was. Uh, the artwork's perfect for it as well. It's it's invasive number one. Check it out. It's um I'm I'm hoping that the mystery will continue building in a way and that is as satisfying as issue one. So check it out. O- only press invasive number one. That is my one, and that 
Um, I'm just worth mentioning here. I'm just checking out. I was just looking at Zoop, see how they're getting on with Copycat. There's a little bit of a way to go, only 251 quid, but they've got 34 hours to go. So oh, if you haven't done crossed. it and yeah, you're listening to this on the day release, then you, you've only got a couple of hours to go. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Let's go check that out and check out all the books we talked about this week and more. Um, hope you enjoyed uh, putting the words to rights and all the different topics and uh, yeah. we spoke about. Keep the conversation going online. And certainly, it's a bit of a ranty one this week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like to think we discussed it rather than ranty. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. hopefully. But maybe you disagree with us. Well, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us and and disagree with us. You can email us (laughs) awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. We're at the Awesome Pod on X and on Instagram. We're at Awesome Comics Pod, where we'll be posting up like just comics positive news and just sharing the love of indie comics and more. Thank you for listening to us. Whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listened on Apple Podcasts, thank you very much, firstly. Next, subscribe, leave a review. Helps mm. get the word out about the show and mm. all, everything we talk about on a weekly basis. Much like on Spotify, you can leave reviews and say nice things on there as well. So make sure you do that. And if you listen to us on any other networks like Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks do you run, Tony? We're on the, uh, the Mandarin, Chinese Mandarin pod network, Pod mm. Shoyin, which is the Mandarin word for masturbation. And no, I'm not going to tell you why I looked that up. <laughs> Life's a mystery. Where can people, <laughs> where can people find us <laughs> online, etc.? Tony? Neveronanything.com. Easy. Yeah. Nice, damn. You can read uh, Vanguard at vanguardcomic.com. Uh, that's issue 22 is currently updating. And on Twitter on the various socials, I'm posting up Fan Art Feb, which is me nice. drawing all these people's fan-made creations can't wait to tomorrow looking forward to that yeah tony osmond and what's your socials uh on twitter it's or x is uh, at vanguard comic let's go, go. go check that out uh, yeah. we've got uh atomic hercules as well coming up oh thanks man yeah, yeah. that's really kind of you that yeah no worries nice, nice. lots of fun looking forward to that uh you can find me on social media at jester diablo thank you very much for listening to this week's episode uh, thank you to our new sponsor for putting up with yeah. us for the next <laughs> year. Yeah, that last when they listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah. The Faustian pact has been made. <laughs> they're fucked. Yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> um, um, but, the uh, dead weight drink, dragging them down. Yeah, yeah. We are, I think we're the three barrels from Jaws, aren't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't go under a free. Can't go under a free. <laughs> We should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, anyway. Global Comics getting dragged by the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But um, thank you for listening to every- everyone. Thank you for listening to us, everyone. Uh, we hope you um, discover some more comics this week hmm. that you haven't discovered before, because that's what we're here for. And if you discover something really cool you think we might like, then let us know about it because we just like reading comics. And we're going to do more of that. We're going to come back and talk about them next week. Until yeah. then, wherever you are Interesting in the world, one next week. We're, we hope yeah. you're happy, healthy. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Happy, healthy, doing well, reading comics that make you, make you happy, making comics that make you happy. And as always, well, from Dan, Tony and myself, have a brilliant week. And uh, what else should they do, guys? Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.